On the new podcast, American Criminal, you'll learn about the fraud, theft, and murder that marks the dark side of the American dream. Like the Menendez murders, was it two greedy kids who killed their parents for money, or is there more? Listen to American Criminal wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, hello and welcome to Mixtape Memories. Memories. I'm Matt Hart Spade. I'm Jenners. And we have a very special guest uh, today. Would you like to introduce yourself? Hey, what's <laughs> up? My name is Abby and I used to have a blog called Punk Photo. Yes. <laughs> Formerly known as. I, d I don't even know how to, to frame it. <laughs> yes, Abby Raymond. Yes. We're so happy to have you here. Thank you. Well, we should probably use my old last name because I ah. I went down like a million Google listings when I got married. <laughs> oh my the god! The things we do for love, and I didn't notice, but my mom did. So I was like, wow. Yeah. <laughs> no, it used to be Brayden. Let's put it that way. I don't even know if I've googled myself recently, actually. Oh gosh, like that is this Pandora's like that box, isn't name it? Name or whatever you want to call it, you know, like. We, you know, you would be called Abby Punk Photo back in the day. Miss yeah. Jenner's. Yeah. yeah. Miss Jenner's. I, the thing is, there's a travel writer with the, my exact name. And mm. my first name is, is Matthew with one T, which is unusual. And this travel writer is also Matthew with one T. No so, way. Yeah. So a lot of people <laughs> will reach out to me thinking that Scandalo. I'm him. And I'm like, no. <laughs> and uh, like, can I get your thoughts on the Maldives? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly. Uh. Well, you know, what's funny, too, is that my I'm not going to reveal my email address, but it's a variation on my name. Right. And the person who is Matthew with two T's gets a lot of the, the emails <gasps> that I'm supposed <laughs> to get. So he just forwards it to me. And oh he's like, gosh. I'm assuming this press release about. I don't know, Beach House was for you? And I was like, yeah, actually, yeah. Wow. <laughs> it's kind of funny. If you're listening at some point, <laughs> time to update the database. <laughs> I know you will. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah, yeah. I was surprised he didn't take advantage of that. Get the free show. I know. Yeah, I right? mean, out of all the mailing lists to be on, like Sub Pop, I was excited. Yeah. yeah, yeah, on yeah. That press list. Well, the thing is, I'm actually, they have my correct email as well. So I think this guy is, is I don't know. Somehow he's on there too. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah. Yeah, Maybe yeah. from the blog 1.0 or something. Yeah, yeah. Something. Okay. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> so we know each other from a million and one years ago. Yes. Yeah, from uh, old school downtown days. I know. The years. I know. Yeah. It's a lot. Yeah. It's a lot. <laughs> and you are in not in New York right now. No, I'm yeah. in Brighton. Mm -hmm. I married a Brit, and uh, so I moved to London and then down to Brighton. Mm -hmm. We did, um, we lived on both sides for a while, and we went back and forth, and it just, I don't know, it just felt like I accomplished everything I wanted to accomplish mm -hmm. in New York with my photography and with, you know, writing and my last and final job. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, it ticked a lot of boxes, and it was time for a new chapter, mm -hmm. even though I think, like, New York and the New York music scene was the first love of my life. Mm. Yeah. And then I met Simone and I was like, oh, okay. Did you find, like, when you first moved over there, like, a difference in, like, the scene? Obviously. Oh, my gosh, completely. Because, I mean, let's face it, we were brats. We knew door people. Mm -hmm. You know, you could just kind of get in anywhere and you could definitely skip the line. Mm -hmm. yeah. Not so much when I moved to the UK. Mm -hmm. 
they were just like, who are you? Sorry. You know, like, <laughs> don't know your face. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So, so it was, um, it was an awakening. Yeah. I won't say rude cause you know, it needed to happen for me to grow, but yeah. it was just definitely like, I'm not in Kansas anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh we definitely gosh. had a level of comfort here. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> At least back then. Now I'm like, don't know. Security guards don't. Expect oh them yeah, it's to know foreign. Me. It's foreign to me now. Is it? Yeah, like I'll go to music hall, you know, twice a year maybe at this point. Really? And yeah, and I don't rec like I don't recognize anyone. Yeah, yeah, so and they don't. Re they definitely don't recognize me. And so, so it's not like you stroll up to the window and somebody has your tickets waiting for no, you. So like no, no, that was. <laughs> know your name. I miss those days. I miss know. those days too. Yeah, yeah. it's been a while since then, but you know, I kind of like you know left for a while and like. Like, this is the only thing kind of keeping me in the music, you know, I don't know, world. And it's You're all still memories. in entertainment. Yeah. yeah. But it's still, like, memories, you know. So it's just, like, uh, I don't know. I'm not, like, living it every day. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm not going to shows every night like I used to. Or even, like, I wouldn't even say once a week. So it's, like, I don't know. It would take a lot. It takes a lot to get me to a show. Basically, like, I ask in advance if there is seating or not. <laughs> yes. <laughs> And if the answer is yes, I get very excited. Me yeah. too. I'm like, well, yes, I'll take a plus one. Yeah, Thank yeah, you. Yeah. I'm like, is that in Bushwick? Uh, I don't know about oh. that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's far. Well, it's yeah. funny. The venue that's closest to my apartment is King's Theater, which is nice and seated <gasps> and fancy. But if something is not at King's Theater, I'm like, oh, I got to schlep to it. But <laughs> the booking at King's Theater is not necessarily all stuff that I want to see. Except yeah. for the Princess Bride Q&A with Carrie Elwes that's coming up. <laughs> oh, I didn't even see my, that. My friend Celeste actually does their socials. Okay. And oh so she God. was actually just visiting me in the UK, and I was, like, looking over her shoulder, like, you have what? And who? <laughs> yeah, you have to go to that one, please. Sometimes I'll go to something I wouldn't typically go to only because it's walking distance, and it'd be funny. Like, I saw Whoopi Goldberg do comedy there, and I was like, oh why not? Gosh, this is amazing. And uh, they had, like, you know, back orchestra seats for 20 hours i'm like of course i'm gonna go to this yeah. you know so yeah still haven't been i need to go yeah i mean it's I stunning in there i walked past it for because i went to pratt in mm -hmm. the 90s so i mean walked past it for a long long time mm -hmm. yeah that's a cool spot what are the spots in brighton and yeah. how do they compare to new york oh gosh it's so interesting so our equivalent of msg like sigurdos plays there is called the brighton center mm -hmm. but it's just like this kind of brutalist architecture it looks like 1970s vibe kind of thing and then i would say our let's see we've had so i work with a record label too and we have artists that come through brighton and basically we aim for them to play the brighton dome which is one step it's not below the brighton center but it's you know adjacent to and so that's where father john misty will headline mm -hmm. or flaming lips mm -hmm. so it, it's that kind of size like maybe three about two three thousand okay and that's my favorite because it's actually like the entire history of the town is amazing. Basically, it was founded, you know, on a whim, like as a pleasure palace for, was it not Prince Albert? Oh gosh, it was somebody else. Uh -huh. But um, yeah. <laughs> Can you tell I have my visa test coming up? And <laughs> <laughs> you know, the guy it. that wore the Carters <laughs> and the wig. No, so um, it was. I guess it was. It's not a carriage house. It's like this giant round so it's kind of in the round mm -hmm. like that place oh, in like Madrid. That. Uh -huh. yeah yeah i used mm -hmm. to keep horses there and mm -hmm. a mistress apparently there's okay. a secret tunnel when you're backstage <laughs> oh my gosh but the most important fact about the brighton dome is it's where abba won eurovision 
Oh, that is historic. <laughs> yeah. Like, I just got chills. Like, every time I'm backstage, I'm, like, breathing in the air. <laughs> what year like was that? Cool. Oh, my God. Like, there's stories behind these, like, places. It's not just, like, oh. Yeah, yeah exactly. Or yeah, whatever, yeah. You know? Yeah, or it's an old dance hall or something. Um, I think was the song Waterloo, so it would mm-hmm. have been in the 70s oh yeah, 70s something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, it's 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 kind of like the perfect symbol for Brighton. It's really vibrant. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I call it like the Santa Monica of the UK. You just find your way there. Everyone's really open-minded. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's um yeah, you can there are people with face tattoos and nobody stares at them. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. you cannot get that in like Richmond or Twickenham or, you know, <laughs> something <laughs> yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And in general, how do they respond to the music versus like a New York crowd? Well, right now there's such a scene around the kind of like post-punk stuff mm-hmm. that they're all like 16, 17, 18 year old thrashing and moshing kind of thing. So again, grandma's in the back <laughs> on her seat, you know, maybe in a balcony, like, oh, that's nice. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah my favorite. Uh, they get into it. It's it's not a you know people don't dance no more and cross their right, arms right. kind of thing. It's it's really cool. Yeah, it, it's not what I thought maybe British crowds would be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, if they're feeling it. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah. That's cool. Yeah. But uh, maybe we'll go back to a little history on oh like gosh. how you kind of got started as a vlogger and your, you know, original love and the New York scene and all that stuff. Yeah, it was. I was totally the accidental blogger, and I if I sound like in awe, it's kind of like what if I hadn't said yes because I would not have gone on to do all these things or you know met my husband or anything. Yeah, like I wouldn't work in the music industry, mm-hmm. but. Basically, long story short, um, I was doing concert photography, and I decided to do it full time. I dropped out of grad school. Sorry, mom. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, my portfolio got accepted by Rolling Stone, like uh, just Amazing. a few Aww. weeks in, and like even my thesis advisor was like, "Just go." You know, like you moved to New York, mm-hmm. you hope you can do these things. So, um, hit the ground running with that. Started Punk Photo as a place, basically for. Um, put you know things I was working on but also to open up a dialogue with other young concert photographers because I swear back then in the early 00s there was like a yahoo list serve <laughs> of I all believe these it. Yeah. Yep. this guy what was his name Keith something and it was all like yeah I shot Mo- Monterey Pop in 69 I need help scanning negatives you know like it was if you ever had a question like you couldn't really get answered mm-hmm. so um started that website and uh when i redid it my designer actually said you know what uh there's this thing called wordpress <laughs> and i think we should just stick it on your website and you can update it so quickly and i was so dumb i, I think i might have <laughs> accused him of being lazy i was like you just don't want to add more things to the back end <laughs> and he was like yes but i think <laughs> it would be good and so the photos went off of Flickr mm-hmm. and uh, online, and I guess, I mean, I don't know if Google image search even existed there, but it certainly didn't hurt. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and then a couple things happened really fast. So uh, I was at the time mostly shooting for labels, and I remember I went to the Ravenettes headline at Webster Hall. Okay. Their publicist had quit that day. Oh, boy. We've all gone to those shows before. Yeah. Like, I'm on the guest list. Oh, yeah. And Flip through the paper, be like, no. Um, so had that, and the um, had that experience, that wonderful, humbling experience. Yeah. 
even though you have email confirmation, they're like, who is this person? Yeah. So the guy working the music stand slash, you know, guest list thing, he didn't have a lip ring at the time, but okay. he said, I will give you a photo pass this one time, but next time you sh shoot for me. So he slides a photo pass across and he slides a business card and it was Jay Bellin. Uh-huh. Oh my God. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and he had loose record with uh -huh. Tom Yaps and uh, Christina and all those amazing people. So that was, you know, they worked for Bowery Presents, Mercury Lounge, you know, they kind oh of yeah, were like the mayors of 2A and stuff. Uh, yeah, yeah. So started working with them. Started working for like the whole Mercury Bowery. Exactly. I like call it School of Rock. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> like at least back then. Cause like you graduate from like Mercury Lounge to like Bowery. Bowery. And mm -hmm. then maybe like Webster after that. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. yeah it was definitely the circuit. Yeah. yeah. And then every time they had a band like play MSG or something like Kings of Leon or something, they were proud papas. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So um, doing that, and then I just started, and at the time, I was so shy. Like, it really pushed me to get out of my shell because, mm. you know, I'd get sent by this record label to go meet with the band backstage after soundcheck. TM would answer the door, or mm -hmm. even worse, the bouncer, and they'd be, you know, look at me, like, in my yeah. early 20s, probably yeah. wearing a miniskirt. Let's face it, it was me back then. <laughs> and they'd be like, what are you here for? I'd be like, I'm here to take up an official portrait of the band. And right, they're like, right, right. <laughs> okay. Gotcha. And so is she and, and her and her and her. Right. Um, <laughs> so it was just weird getting on the press side. And then mm. I ended up meeting Amrit from Stereo Gum mm -hmm. at Hot Chip at Bowery because he forgot his camera battery. And I held his place in front of the stage while he <laughs> ran home to get it. And apparently that made quite an impression because I then became, I guess, the third employee at Stereo Gum. I was their wow. photographer. And that was great. And um, I ended up just sending a courtesy link of a blog post to Advice. Mm -hmm. I don't even remember. It was a show at Maxwell's. I don't remember the band's name. But um, that was Elham Yavari, and she forwarded it to Johnny Santos. Uh. And then I got on the Musebox mailing list, oh, yeah. and that's how the Binary Bowl came about. Have you guys wow. talked about that? <laughs> we have not yet. Oh yeah. my gosh. Yeah, yeah. Our touch football league, which after the jump fest grew out of. <laughs> <laughs> I think I missed yeah, the beginning of that, maybe. Because yeah. I kinda joined a little bit later, maybe. Well, you were a working professional too. <laughs> you weren't like doing it as like a hobby or anything. Like I was in the beginning, but yeah, like it turned it's weird how like when you once you turn onto like the industry side of things, like how it all changes. Um, but I did it in a different way. Like people were like other people were able to monetize like their blog, mm. you know, like Stereo Gum, for instance. But like, I don't know that it didn't like really interest me. So I don't think I ever like took it there. And now when I read back to my blog, I'm like, oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I never um, had ads. I had people approach me, but I just wanted to keep it organic. But I did take consulting gigs yeah. or as I would call it consletting <laughs> so like I was monetizing it yeah. just uh, yeah in an invisible way <laughs> yeah a different way yeah, yeah, yeah. they yeah. would approach me to remember those those pitches but I feel like I, because I didn't know what the going rate was if someone said I'll give you $250 if you give me some suggestions for this T-Mobile ad I said okay, and I would just list ten. But I feel <laughs> like, and then they'd use one. I'm like, wait a minute, two fifty was nothing. I should have asked for 
yeah. uh, you know, chunk of oh cast. Oh my gosh, you basically can put music supervision on yeah. your yeah. Yeah. yeah, seriously. Wow. I remember That's once good. they like used the Matt and Kim song that I suggested, and I was like, oh, okay. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah, it was fun. Yeah. But uh, going back to the monetization, I was able to do that and live like that for a few months, uh, and then pretty much the 08 crash, uh, you know, happened. Yes. And, um, you know, then I was like, oh, man, I got to go back to my day job, you know. Yeah. But there was a moment there where I was, was, you know, I was hustling, and I wasn't making, you know, too much, but it was something. And then paired with, like, random DJ gigs or, like, yes. money mm -hmm. earned from, like, a show at, that I threw at the Delancey, a couple hundred dollars there. Yeah. It added up, kind of, sort of, but then, then it didn't anymore. Well, but it's funny because Cameron and I always had this thing where we'd be like, oh, my gosh, are we broke? And then I'd, you know, look at my apartment. I'd be like, but we got free jeans at Fashion Week. And <laughs> we've got all the ASICs. Yeah. Yeah. Super yeah, Tiger yeah. sneakers <laughs> yes. from South by Southwest that we could ever want. And, you know, publicist labels taking you out for yeah. boozy brunches or whatever. Just yeah. to, you know. Yeah. It, it was a game. And if you played it, it, w it was a good life. Yeah. I mean. And I always justified it with, like, the free stuff. So I was like, well... I'm not earning a ton, but I don't have to pay for a drink when I go out. I don't have to pay for the tickets. Exactly. Whatever, you know. Well, that's what I remember telling my mom. I was like, I'm in this place where everyone or most people want to be, like directly in front of the stage, mm -hmm. like surra oftentimes surrounded by security guards. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but in the beginning when I was shooting, like, you know, in the first couple weeks, I remember um, my friend brokered a deal with, like, a hardcore label upstate, that also ran, was it Merch Now or Merch Direct? Merch, di Merch Direct, I want to say, but don't quote yeah. me on that. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, so, that but they had like Coheed and Cambria and all these, all yeah, these yeah. artists on the label. And so I think if anyone ever makes like a Citizen Kane, like doc bio of me or whatever, <laughs> at the end of my life, like my version of Rosebud would be like, the Alexis on fire, heart-shaped skull, belt buckle. <laughs> 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 like dusty in the corner of like my accessories. <laughs> section oh but yeah the, the money did come but it was only i mean you just had to have a good attitude about it like mm -hmm. not go into it expecting money yeah yeah, yeah. i mean yeah. and a you know a, a cross link from brooklyn vegan could do a world of good mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. i mean i met sasha fur jones and started working with the new yorker actually because of you know a post from union hall it was that um Laura Marling show where Marcus Mumford was on drums. Okay. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Go figure. I was just like, who is this girl? She's <laughs> like a baby, and she's singing about really intense shit. Uh huh. And then what happened? They used a photo of your. Or how, or how'd that Sasha connection happen? like used my uh, video, and I like saw a, on the New Yorker dot com, uh -huh. and I saw a spike in traffic, and I was like. Hey, yeah. okay. <laughs> like, so my parents have been subscribing for this for 50 years. Yeah. Like, <laughs> is this going to be my validation? So yeah. I went and we met up at Mercury Lounge and yeah, he was great. And mm -hmm. so then, you know, we'd kind of trade, like if I gave him some new band suggestions, then I could, you know, go to Radio City Music Hall and shoot Erica Badu or Cat Power or something, yeah. you know, Aww. have photo pass, call me. That's how it was back then. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, at a certain point, you were uh, a, a radio DJ personality yes. for a couple years. Yeah, yeah, yeah five. And that was fun. That, that was fun, but I think that kind of, I, I'm not going to say it didn't kill my blogging, but just having to do it um, 
so basically I worked for a brand and they had me do a daily radio show. I hosted their festival and they were like, well, while you're at it, you've got this great photo archive. And, you know, they were working me to the bone, but I was like, I'm not going to give up shooting bands. Mm -hmm. So they were like, well, why don't we make you a blog and you can just populate it. And what I didn't realize at the time, because I didn't have an agent or a manager, was like they were basically using my my photos yeah like they would have had to pay so much mm -hmm. yeah. to use other mm -hmm. people's but um yeah so my archive had a place to live and they gave me a very generous festival budget every year where i could go to all the big ones mm -hmm. and um just report back so it was great but at the end of it i had interviewed over two thousand bands i think Ooh. wow yeah, it was every it day on you were yeah, on the air, right? yeah, yeah. And then if we did like a festival, it could be like twenty a day. Yes, yes. And it just it went from there. But may I take a sidebar mm -hmm. and sure. mention that Mr. Matthew Gross, <laughs> I believe, did the first ever when you substituted for me, the first ever American interview with Tame Impala. Yes. Oh my God. <laughs> I hope you dine out on that. I mean, I gotta say. First of all, it's hilarious. Also, it's funny is I've worked recently with Shelly at oh um, amazing at um, um, uh, Domino yeah yeah for something unrelated to Tame Impala. But shout out to Modular back yes, in the yeah, day. Yes, yes, absolutely. Yeah. But no, I remember that day you asked if I wanted to cover for you, and I was like, okay, yeah. And there were two interviews that day. One was uh, Star Death and White Dwarfs. I no, think? it no, was because you oh. interviewed them too. Oh, I did. I don't remember yeah. them. <laughs> no, yeah. it was a band, Naked and Famous. <gasps> yeah. Oh my gosh, it was amazing. Naked and Famous. But uh, Tame and Paula, I remember it was like pulling teeth to try and get answers from them, and I, and I guess I I didn't know them well enough to know that they are a little strange or like a and little also babies stubborn, and they were <laughs> also yeah that babies. probably hadn't ever needed to verbalize, you know, yeah their their music like I the artists I work with, you know, I see them struggle, but I really say it's two sides to a coin. It's a completely different side of your brain. Like, you know, mm. it's amazing that you're a signed artist and this album is out, but you've yeah. got to bring it up mm -hmm. and put things into words. Yeah. 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 So you broke them in. Broke them in. But no, <laughs> I mean, you obviously interviewed so, so, so many bands. Sometimes it comes naturally to the artist to describe their work. And sometimes mm. it's like, it's challenging, you know? Well, I think one thing, and what I love working with you on there, was we just kept it conversational. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, Grimes was a ball. And I think that was her first U.S. interview. Mm -hmm. And oh I remember wow. her, because um, she was still with Arbutus Records at uh -huh. that point, and her publicist just, like, making the, like, <laughs> finger across the throat, like, please <laughs> stop, stop talking. But she, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Should I go into the anecdote that upset? Go for it. <laughs> so we were talking about Vancouver, and I was like, oh, I spent a couple summers there. You know, I was like, oh, yeah, Stanley Park was amazing. And she was like, did you hear about the flamingos in Stanley Park? And I was like, no, but, you know, flamingos. Uh -huh. I was like, go on. And yeah. she was like, somebody took a chainsaw to them. Oh, my, I my God. No, and at this point, like, you know, my producer's like, shuffling papers <laughs> and she's just rattling on she was like oh yeah it was on the news da, 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 da. and I oh my gosh. But, I mean it's, <sighs> it, it is kind of like gold you know as far yeah. as interviews go but it was yeah that, but yeah that where was do you clear. go after that yeah, where like, where do we uh, lots of laughing okay. and I probably brought it back around like so your album cover yeah yeah <laughs> I think it was an EP at that point and she also said that she had um because she'd opened for Leaky Lee the night before mm -hmm. and she was like I couldn't hear myself at all on stage I don't even know what it sounded like and that just <laughs> really shocked me because I'd never met an artist that would admit that yeah right. yeah. yeah I was like wow you're cool 
Well, I think you got them to be super raw and honest with you. you yeah, know? thank to you. To your credit, yeah. Uh, which is weird because, again, when I started, I was the accidental blogger and the writing and the radio stuff came because I didn't have, well, first off, every publicist loves just giving one place on the guest list yeah. plus PhotoPass yes. instead of two. So they're like, you know, could you shoot the show but also maybe write about it? Mm -hmm. Or the writer wouldn't show up. Mm -hmm. So that would happen. And then I got the radio stuff because I didn't have a day job. And so I could show up and, you know, do the things. And then I got headhunted. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. Now you're like running a label, managing. No, I mean, my, <laughs> my husband is running the label. <laughs> I'm just there well, helping. Yeah, yeah. you have a heavy hand though. <laughs> I feel like you're so involved. I mean, well, it's just because we love it. You know, yeah. it's definitely a family business. Like, mm -hmm. we don't sign anybody we wouldn't want to have over for Sunday roast kind of yeah, thing. Yeah. And um, it's like amazing that you can like do that. You know, I feel like that personal touch like missing nowadays mm -hmm. and it's more like it's a know, machine like a mishmash of like it doesn't even make sense anymore like, i feel like labels used to have more identity or like a and r agents would have their own personality yeah but yeah, but yeah. now so it's just like weird it's that's like true numbers. like do you Cold. remember when that's true you remember when columbia had like chairlift and then cults mm -hmm. and you know we we're like they're basically upstreaming anybody that's playing glasslands right. like exactly yeah. that was yeah. that was the goal yeah, yeah exactly yeah. so it was you're right it, i mean you definitely could spot who was you know on this this and this and or casablanca and you know mm -hmm. so on and so forth i could talk about labels till the cows come home <laughs> but i don't you want to <laughs> <laughs> hear me wax on about that no but i think it's cool to to you know, to kind of go backwards and then look where you are now and see kind of the how you graduated and, you know, what things worked, what things didn't work. And I don't know how where it kind of got you to this place. Well, I liked what Jen said. She was like, once you start working on the other side of the industry, it's completely different. And yeah. Oh, yeah. that's why I haven't interviewed any bands, because yeah. it's just like you start seeing how much they hate doing interviews mm -hmm. for the most part. Yeah. And it's just like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe I ever put you in that position. But um. Yeah, it, it feels good. And, you know, we love our artists and we love doing showcases. Mm -hmm. I met my husband actually at, um, and from Montreal when we were uh, both international delegates. So, so cool. <laughs> 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 you know, it was really cool though. I went to um, Oya Festival this summer, which I hadn't oh, nice. been mm. to for a while because there used to be Norwegian music export that would, you know, put money aside to get bloggers over. So once you were on that circuit, you know, you could kind of do that. So they had me back this year and it was, absolutely fantastic like you went as like a photographer uh yeah and i had to do this speed dating too you know like the speed dating for like industry people uh, like someone will sit down with like I'm yeah. i kid you not like an ipod or sometimes even a disc man and a pair of headphones and be like this band is gonna save the world could you please listen to this album and give oh me your wow. feedback on it but it's only five minutes long so it's like oops you know yeah <laughs> thanks um yeah, had to do that. But the actual part of the festival was crazy. And I think everyone should go there because it was basically the Glastonbury headliners. So it was The Cure, Robin, Tame Impala. And you're like, the stage is so small. It's such an intimate space. I felt like I was sitting in their laps. Wow. Like, you know, That's it's so at the cool. bottom of a hill so everyone can see. Mm -hmm. It's I just highly recommend it. Yeah, you go to a lot of festivals. So, like, 
yeah. to hear that from you, it must be like something special. Because I, I, f- I don't know if you find this, but like I find when I look at the lineups of festivals, like they're just disappointing. Oh, I am judging McJudgerson. Yeah. 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 Well, and then also you remember that one year when um, Coachella actually put out, announced their lineup, and then someone photoshopped all the... <laughs> the male fronted bands out of it and it was just like a sprinkling of artists <laughs> yeah. mm. so I guess I should say that I'm um, working with the Key Change Initiative which mm-hmm. is the PRS Foundation in the UK yeah. um, and that's what people getting people to sign up to have a 50-50 gender split by um, 2023 oh wow I right. think and where Bellinian is actually the first label to sign up because just kind of by accident or maybe because Simon has an eagle eye mm-hmm. our roster is 50-50 and our mm-hmm. employees are 50-50 Gender split. So yeah, I do look at festival lineups and I judge hard. (laughs) Yeah. No, especially in this day and age, you know. Exactly. So shout out to Ice and Airwaves and Primavera Sound for pulling Mm -hmm. it off because they are successfully programming a gender balanced. Yeah, and it's not just like sponsor driven or dollars driven like there's a curation i feel like curation is lost that's Mm -hmm. true well it's so interesting because um not gonna say what festival but you can definitely look at even a stage and see which headliners booking agents had used the headliners bargaining chip to get all these random people early on we all know what you're talking about when you know rosters exactly it's just like really oh my god Especially when the, that artist that you're like, how are they even on this Ross on this bill? They're actually like somewhere in the middle. Yeah. yeah. So it's like this person should be playing at 11 a.m. Their font's at like 11 points yeah. instead of seven <laughs> points. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, how does that happen? It's very, yeah. Yeah. Oh my god! I bet like the bargaining tool right now is like whoever is working with Billie Eilish. It's like I'm going to give you Billie Eilish and then everyone else, you know. I yeah. feel like the fonts thing is so funny to me because, <laughs> like, I will often, because we know the hierarchy of fonts yes. <laughs> on, a, on a show yeah. poster, it's like, you are sort of like, wait, why why are they smaller than this other person who's, like, so much newer and, yeah. like, you know, doesn't have, like, that seniority, at least, I would think, like, just uh, of having been around a lot, but, like, they're just new and like the new big thing or whatever it's so trendy that they have a bigger font or well the thing is though the festivals get booked so far in advance like do you remember how early cardi b played last year (laughs) at coachella because like they they had assigned that slot to her before like you know i guess bodak yellow went (laughs) went super viral and so everyone was just like what and she was like i lost money on this gig it cost me 125 (laughs) grand to stage it so yeah it's it's it is interesting to see what if any wiggle room festivals That's provide. True. They book so especially Coachella. They book so far in advance. They, and Glastonbury too. Oh my god. I yeah. know they're just doing oh my gosh. Well I don't know when your thing is being edited, but yeah. I've got I've got ears to the ground and, and people telling me what's getting locked in when, so funny yeah i know right but you have to route around it like mm-hmm. you know yeah. you you block out on these artist calendars mm-hmm. like please don't book any gigs you know during this time mm-hmm. i just had a band call up and they were like so are we going to japan and australia over new year's and i was like oh god i forgot <laughs> to tell you no <laughs> 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 like, uh, we're gonna do that the next album but you know we had put on their on their calendar like please save for whatever festival are festivals stronger in, like, abroad in, the, like, Europe than well, it is in the U.S.? 
It's so funny because the first time I went to UK festival and I was wearing wellies and there was mud. It was the first time I went to Glastonbury, I was just like having a moment because, you know, you grow up watching MTV of News, course. seeing all this footage or like, you know, Reading Festival with mm -hmm. Courtney Love or of like course. L7, you know, these things and oh you're there God. and yeah. it's just like the alpha. It's it's an amazing feeling. However, you get people that go to UK festivals all the time. They're just like, you've been to Lollapalooza. <laughs> like, oh, that's funny. Yeah, uh, it's, it's the grass yeah. is greener. <laughs> yeah. 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 Right. I get that. Okay. So, but, but I mean, it is, it is very special and... Like Roskilda, you know, mm. Reaper Bond, just mm -hmm. all those things. But you know, it's funny though, because we are came out of the scene where we came out of, I can't help but compare like Reaper Bond <laughs> to CMJ, oh. which so shouldn't happen, like for heaven's sakes. Oh, wow. I know it's in Hamburg, but yeah. it's also like showcases everywhere. You know, you walk by bars and there are crowds spilling out on the sidewalk, mm -hmm. and you know, it's it looks like the Lower East Side where it is. So. Yeah, Aww. it's um, my my points of reference. Oh, here goes my voice. My points of reference are definitely skewed with New York and Brooklyn. Of course, yeah. In the whatever, in the crosshair. Yeah, we need to do a full CMJ episode at some point. Oh my gosh! <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, well, yeah. we could probably talk about it. Yeah, like yeah. a little bit. This yeah. is true. <laughs> well, I think um, Oh My Rockness, who is always fantastic on social media, he had the best tweet of what was the year it stopped? Was it two thousand? 16 or yeah, something. Yeah, he did have. He was like, this is I the first festival this. to ghost itself. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. that's good. And at that time, like, people were just picking up on the concept of ghosting. Yeah. And I was just like, damn. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> I love how snarky on my rockness is, mm -hmm. Patrick. Yeah, <laughs> I, yeah. I think, like, to, to survive as long as he has, like, yeah, you have to keep that sense of humor and perspective. Mm -hmm. Personality, you know. It really so is. Yeah. Like, everyone's so, like, Sterile. You know? I know. Like, no one has an opinion anymore. This is <laughs> so true. It's like, come on. Well, nobody wants to read an opinion anymore, I feel. I mean, I feel like the three of us do, but the majority of people don't even want to read that. They want to know, is the album decent? Is the album not decent? Give me 50 words, you know? Do you think, so according to my husband, Pitchfork used to have an effect on album sales. Mm -hmm. Like they were that powerful. Of course. Do you think, people still read it i mean it's it's so changed I, so people much ever read it <laughs> like, I, mean, I feel like I, they just look I at think the number professionals <laughs> well yeah they i mean read slash look at the number oh, right, really right, is right. it i mean we had an artist that got a low score and she didn't get out of bed for two days and it was it was this one writer that's just decided to tear someone a new one he was having a i won't day. mention same the writer's thing. name but i know who you're talking about and that writer did the same thing to one of my uh artists that i work with and it seemed just mean-spirited for the sake of being mean-spirited yes. yeah. yeah it's Absolutely. like they're told that you know like how like on like like i <laughs> think those competition shows they like <laughs> tell the judges like be mean be you know but stone-faced or whatever like oh i didn't know about this I'm yeah like, and you know do you tell <laughs> <laughs> well i feel like that's what like michelle visage says about like why sh her character on the show is so like cold sometimes mm -hmm. it's like they tell her, us. like, oh, wow, you know, don't be nice to them. She's like, the bad you know. cop. Mm -hmm. Well, they, well uh, they're, no, all, they're all kind of, you know, like, say kind of snarky things. And, like, you know, and I think, like, that's just a producer thing. Like, they're produced to be that way. And that is so right, because when you go to Battle of the Seasons, 
you see how maternal she is and how nurturing. Yeah. I never thought of it that way. Mm-hmm. I just thought maybe since they weren't on the show anymore, you know. She I mean, so she's still opinionated, but yeah, she's way more motherly and mm-hmm. like yeah. a mm-hmm. lot more forgiving, I think, like off stage and on stage. So I feel like maybe they're like, oh, well, if you want to write for Pitchfork, you have to like have this like personality, but it's I not real. Have heard about their submission process mm. over albums to review yeah yeah mm-hmm. it's it, it's a thing mm-hmm. I, I probably would get yeah. assassinated <laughs> if i said it on air yeah but i mean uh so you have that kind of critical thinking but i also think it's really interesting that like brandon stosi and t cole rachel mm-hmm. like yes. my favorite pitchforkers went and they founded the most Thoughtful. Yeah, like I actually love that. Scene. I exactly. love the TCI. Yeah. They yeah. so they left Pitchfork and they went to the Kickstarter kind yeah. of independent, and now it's basically just artists in their own words. I love how minimal it is. It's yeah, just like the snail made out of like. <laughs> yeah, it's not even an emoji. What do you call that when you make something out of like cursor marks? Yeah, I can envision I it in my head. Do you remember <laughs> like the unicorn? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I've worked with Cola few times over the last couple of years on, on interviews I've on that site. I've always respected him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's, he's like great. Yeah. yeah. And his opinions. Mm-hmm. And like so, yeah, if if he were to, if honestly, if he even put something on Facebook, like I'm really digging this artist, yeah, I am I am bound to check them out. Mm-hmm. It just, it's, it's ingrained in me. Yeah. But I will say that I think there are new blogs popping up because I'll get press reports for the artists I manage, and it's like, oh, what's this? And I'll, you know, click the link, mm-hmm. and it's actually thoughtful. Oh, really? I don't know if it's, like, like a Like in the U.S.? Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Really? But, oh. I mean, there are also websites I've never heard of at all, but, I mean, they everyone starts out small. Like, do you remember Blah 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 Science? Mm-hmm. They ended up putting out, didn't they put out, like, the Jungle EP? Mm-hmm. I mean, they went and started their own label. Those mm-hmm. guys are incredible, mm-hmm. yeah. Like, huh. So I'm I'm wondering if we're gonna see a rise of that kind of like thoughtful think piece. Mm. Are they like local or are they like big city kind of like in the big city? Like what's their local? Lo- well, they're location. N- not Brooklyn. I'll put yeah. it that way. <laughs> 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 not Brooklyn. Well, everyone's leaving as we said. So. Well, exactly. <laughs> yeah, no so lots of people going to Nashville too. I think is interesting. Yeah. Uh-huh. I think I read a blog out of Nashville and I was well, like, well, Tennessee. They don't have state tax. Do they not? Mm. So a lot of people mm. move to Tennessee if they want to avoid paying state taxes. Well, I just love, I'm a big fan of Bonnaroo. I mean, I know it's really like hippie for a lot of people because mm-hmm. the names of the stages are like, whose stage, what stage, right, where? Right. I mean, it's that in itself can be annoying, but I love the big hassle people. And I think, I, I don't maybe it's like the urban legend is the owners of Bonnaroo actually bought the land so that's why there's no curfew because they can just make as much noise as they want. Oh. So when I first went there, you know, it's like the sun is rising and like Kanye still hasn't gone on yet. And it's just like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. Because I was so used to like, you know, something on Roosevelt Island mm-hmm. or yeah, that had to adhere to, or Lollapalooza, downtown Chicago, adhere strictly to the um, guidelines. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's nice to just buy land. <laughs> <laughs> I know, yeah. right? I heard that Jake Shears bought land down there. <laughs> I was like, okay. <laughs> that's so weird. That somebody just said that the other day. I was like, okay. <laughs> and great, now that's going to go into my mental Rolodex of things <laughs> that are going to get me nowhere in life. 
Oh Maybe God. next time I see him, I'll be like, how's the ranch, partner? <laughs> <laughs> like that. I feel like that goes along with his last album, too, which was kind of, there's some country going on there. Did you read the book? No. It's Boys Keep Swinging? Yeah, yeah something I didn't read like it. that. It's a great cover. Mm. Isn't that horrible? I got sent it. I haven't <laughs> read it yet, but I will. I that I'd actually be interested in reading, because I was a big Scissor Sisters fan, and th- once in a while it? they come up in conversation. I yeah. mean, well, so Animatronic, they were yeah. huge in the UK. And Animatronic is a radio presenter. I don't know where she lives, but she was at the Star Wars premiere, like, introducing... Pretty sure she's in Brooklyn. The Princes mm-hmm. of Wales. Yeah. I kid you not. And I was just like, is that the girl from Scissor Sisters? <laughs> Believe it or not, she's friends with Ryan. I believe it because she's still like super like down to earth. Yeah, like that. They are very like you know kind of in a very like artistic little collective Mm -hmm. group there, so that that like hang out all the time. And I think he used to like hang out with them. And like so, I've met her a couple times at parties. (laughs) But like, yeah, it's it's kind of interesting to see like the lives of people because I feel like yeah they were like giant. Yeah. Okay. And then like, like lesser received here, but still popular. Mm-hmm. And you know, and in their key markets, they mm-hmm. just could do no wrong. Mm-hmm. I remember interviewing them backstage at MSG when they were opening for Gaga on the oh. Monster Ball. Oh my god, tour. I went to that show. I got yeah. a, I got a comp. Yeah. Although I probably <laughs> would have bought a ticket. I'm not gonna lie. Oh, I know. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> who wouldn't have? Yeah. yeah. It, and it was fascinating because she was there like putting on her eye makeup, like they had done sound check or something, and I was like. I just wanted like her makeup <laughs> tips. Like it was so hard to like keep a straight yeah, yeah. <laughs> face and like ask, you know, normal yeah. questions and stuff and not just be like, What's that palette? <laughs> 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 but um yeah, I think they were having a moment too, because they headlined the MSG theater. Okay. Uh and I remember that show and that was, you know, like peak. Mm-hmm. And then Elton Amazing. John produced an album. Yep. And they um I talked about how they, you know, were at the theater, and one of them was just like, yeah, now we're opening, you know, in the bigger space. Mm-hmm. But, but they're, they're wonderful. And I think maybe you bringing up Scissor Sisters is a, is a good way to talk about the artists that I chose to cover on the blog because mm-hmm. they had to be good live. Mm-hmm. Like, take me to church, TV on the radio, mm-hmm. when Tune would open up with the wrong way, you know, <laughs> and just start shaking mm-hmm. and, like, dancing backwards. Uh-huh. And everyone was like, what's happening? <laughs> you know, like, Union Pool, like, the lights start flickering. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, I, yeah. So out of all the press releases, mailing lists we got, and people that we were dragged to see, like, I only ever covered somebody in a positive way. Mm-hmm. That yeah, same. Yeah. yeah. What I remember about your early photos are just like the, the action shots and the movement of them. Um, so, yeah. Flatter. Yeah. Thank you. Well, cameras have come a long way, too. Like, yeah. it's, it's kind of amazing. Like, even phone photos. I'm not going to lie. Like, mm-hmm. you can take w- amazing, incredible concert photos mm-hmm. with a phone right now. So, it, it's not as precious mm-hmm. kind of thing. It's, it's not like they're. It's not, oh, does this sound bitter? I almost said it's not a craft, but, <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, now it's because I've got these new, new I have to update them because I work with Japanese clients. So, like, mm-hmm. I better show up with new gear. Yeah. And, like, it's just like race cars with no brakes. Like, I have them in my hands mm-hmm. and you just press the buttons and, like, boom, beautiful photos. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. So, yeah. I love it. <laughs> well, it's so I started going back to film, actually, and Polaroids, and all my yeah. Polaroids from the Virgin years. I think I might need to scan and do a book or something. You should. I was yeah. going to say. Like, <laughs> like, you know, I, I feel like there's not enough, like, people kind of doing that. And yeah. That's why we, like, started this, because we were like, I feel like people are 
not remembering like everything and they should they should be like there was more to this scene than just the stories that are like being told mm-hmm. you know? mm-hmm. i uh, with that note i haven't read meet me in the bathroom yeah. me it's neither i have soon. i have opinions on it also just Thank the you. thought of it coming out and who they excluded from the, pe- the book the thing yeah. like it's 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 very much like an angle mm-hmm. like a kind of yeah. clicky thing and so uh, so many people we've got this record shop in brighton i found the space by accident and went on from there <laughs> maybe that's another podcast long story <laughs> <laughs> um and people come in all the time they're like oh have you read it yet because like british people were buying it and yeah. i was like i don't i don't want to read it like, I, I lived, lived it yeah exactly and <laughs> yeah. i lived across the street from saint dimpness y- yeah. And like, yeah 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 exactly still cleaning that boozy smell out of my you know <laughs> yeah sneakers to this day yeah it's too soon yeah I think. yeah for such a big like uh, book kind of reminiscing i feel yeah you know well i think it's it does tap into why we started blogging when we did though that like really exciting energy that was you know coursing around mm-hmm. here and like when um the strokes played on saturday night live and i think julianne wore like a badge pin julianne where a badge pin that said like Y Y Y S on it, mm. and yeah, yeah, I remember and then, that. Yeah, yeah, it's like that rabbit hole. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Who's yeah. that? Or um, yeah. Yeah, it was like the beginning of like what we listened to, kind of going mainstream. Main, yeah, super exactly. mainstream. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like it was such a weird thing. And it like really the was. The New York Times writing about Williamsburg, and then yeah. all of a sudden, oh everyone's going to Williamsburg, where like nobody was going to Brooklyn. No, <laughs> no. Seriously, <laughs> I. It's so crazy. I remember my uh, typography 101 teacher at Pratt. Um, he had a foundry in Williamsburg, so we would go and visit. And he had, like, um, a replica of the Gutenberg Press. You know, he had, like, so much gear. It was wow. so cheap. But somebody had just gotten, like, tied up on a fence that morning, like, with zip tie. <laughs> like, I mean, it was that deserted, though. And, like, so somebody found this guy, like, just hanging on a Oh, fence. my. Wow. Yeah. Oh I my. mean, because one of my first jobs was doing deliveries when I first moved here. And I remember... Um, most of it was Soho and like Chelsea art galleries and there was like one place in Williamsburg I had to drop it off in Brooklyn but I lived you know down the road it was fine but um, that was it a Salvation Army in the corner of Bedford and where the subway uh, yeah, station was North 7 yeah exactly yeah. so it used to have like these man- naked mannequins just dusty in the window like oh, remember that falling place. over yeah <laughs> yeah and now it's just you know skyscrapers so yeah, yeah. Uh, it's yeah it's sad to c- when i go to there which isn't very infrequent these right. days yeah interesting yeah it's just not the same place anymore it's no. not full of the same people and so it just has a different vibe you know and, and i'm trying not to be that person like I, I always thought it was really interesting when cbgb closed and people asked patty smith yeah like you know where are the artists gonna go and i was just like Honey, the artists haven't been here for a very long time. Yeah, yeah. But her answer was very eloquent. She was like, the artists will always find places to go. Mm-hmm. And I mean, Homegirl moved to Detroit with Fred. So, yeah, she would know. Yeah. Yeah, you just go where you can exist and create art. Yeah, know? and Tom That's Tom it. Club ended up in Connecticut. And, like, uh, parts of Sonic Youth ended up, you know, uh, in Hoboken, co-owning, what was that venue? Is it still open? Maxwell's. Maxwell's, yeah. Yes. Oh, R.I.P. Yeah. Oh. yeah. See, that was the loudest sound system in the entire 
city. I think every once in a while I'd go to a show there just because I knew there'd be less people there. Like, yeah, 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 shows or something. Yeah, when yeah. you want to see, like, an intimate show. Yeah, like yeah. Also, when you wanted to get pie before, <laughs> <laughs> I was that girl. Like, put my camera bag here. I was a little diva. I'm like, I'm not going to schlep to Jersey to see the <laughs> show. But, I mean, I feel like in retrospect, I, I should have gone there more often cause to see those kind of buzzy bands in a room that wasn't jam-packed, you know. I remember seeing Iron and Wine there. Oh, yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> I remember seeing Ted Leo there, but uh, uh, not too yeah. much else. Yeah. Did you ever go to the, the Hanukkah shows that um, Yola, Yola Tango, Tango put on? Uh, uh, back in the day, not in a long time. Do they They're still, still do doing those? them. They are still doing them, yeah. They're, where are they now? Like Bell House or something? <gasps> I want to say Bell House. Yeah. yeah. Or wow. they were. Memories. I don't know. Now that Ty doesn't book um, Bell House anymore, maybe they moved elsewhere. I, I no caught idea. up with Skippy at South by this year. Oh, my God. <laughs> I mean, so basically. Blast from the past. Blast from Jim's past, especially. <laughs> Union Hall to the Bell House to now booking the Austin City Limits Theater. How yeah. incredible is that? I know. That should was a good move. Yeah, yeah. He's got a really great Aretha Franklin story. Oh, God. It's his tale to tell. <laughs> I'll let him do that. Yeah, no, I know. Like, I actually haven't talked to him in a while, but I did see he was booking that room. So, like, good good job. <laughs> that room that's the size of a small city. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, because he, because um, I, you know, had some artists playing South By, and I was like, I'm not trying to get you to book them for ACL. And he was like, honey, unless they can sell out a 10,000 cap venue, don't worry about it. I'll just come see them because I love music. And I was like, okay, yeah. Shall we hop into our way back segment? Ooh, please do. So, um, yeah, if you guys are regular listeners, you know that this is when we kind of revisit old blog posts. Um, And, yeah, uh, this this one I assume is at least a decade old, no? Uh, Maybe more. Eleven. Eleven years old. Okay. (laughs) And um, what were you discussing in this entry? Well, at this point, I had kind of segued into video. Okay. Um, And the rap... Okay, so the first post, the Rapture Live at Studio B video is up. Oh, (laughs) I remember that show. Yeah, right? (laughs) Yeah, it was amazing. And they were on a major at that point, though. Mm -hmm. Like, it wasn't one of the sweaty basement gigs. Yeah, yeah. um, That we were lucky enough to see before. But uh, I think... Studio B, like yeah. I, that was just our place. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Sometimes I mean, you want to so go. much stuff there. Yeah, yeah, I know. Like what? what also, lots of makeout sessions with random people. I don't know. <laughs> Do what you remember that was when they about. opened the roof deck, and I was like, I don't know if this is a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> people got really messed up there. I feel for some reason more for at least the people that I remember from those days, like. It was a party scene there. It was a party, yeah. Mm. You know, it wasn't just going to see the show. Yeah. Like, it was like people were there to drink and drug and, yeah. <laughs> like, dance and, like, you know, have a good time. I think also because it was a little bit off the, well, a lot off the beaten path. Like, you yeah. can get away with that versus if you were, you know, doing that kind of mess at Mercury mm-hmm. Lounge or something. I think at you know? that point, Union Pool had, like, installed a bouncer at the door of the bathroom that would just say one per stall. You know, mm-hmm. like... It, it had gotten to the saturation point. But I do remember walking back from Studio B 
and um, just being like, wow, I could get kidnapped right now. Nobody would ever oh, know. Oh, yeah. yeah I like felt that, too. Past yeah. all those shipping yeah. containers and, like, yeah. abandoned garages. Mm -hmm. But there is something beautiful in that, too, and yeah. just moving really quickly. Yeah. There was a good spirit in that room. Oh, yeah. Um, what for a couple years it existed. What was your favorite uh, uh, gig, there? gig there? Um, a Patrick Wolf show, I remember. It was <gasps> great. Yeah. Um, Crystal Castles. Um, Hercules and Love Affair. Yes. Yeah. Oh, my god. Lots of good stuff. Almost all of it was dancey. That's right. Yeah. And then the DFA Christmas party. Mm -hmm. Remember, James Murphy showed up with this T-shirt that, like, reacted to sound. <laughs> <laughs> so it, like, lit up. And I was just like, this is the most amazing thing ever. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, oh my gosh. Klaxons. So many. Oh, Klaxons. Klaxons. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> You guys have a lot of memories. That I didn't hang out there as much, but because you were little again, boots. you were working. <laughs> I, was I think the working. little boots was the opening weekend because that was my birthday too. Oh. So I pretended like it was for me. <laughs> <laughs> I was just kind of hijacked this party. Yeah. Why can't I think of her name? Like the one artist that I do remember. <laughs> so embarrassing. She's not MIA. She's Santi Gold. Santi Gold. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay, no, I knew it. As soon as you said that, I knew what you were thinking. Oh, I'm sorry. All of us I thought that at some her. point. Yeah, yeah. It's no shade, real. It's like, um, no, I saw her there, and it was like the first, it was like she had like. Um, her dancers. Her dancers, and I was just like super like, yes, I'm into this. Um, I am here for this. Yeah. yeah. Yes. It actually was unfair that she was always like, likened to MIA because she did have her own avenue, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's, you know, it's just what happens. She what hated happens. photographers, so I'm still just kind of like shudder. Like every time <laughs> I ran into her backstage or something. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> totally. Yeah. But I mean, she was amazing. And I got to see her play. It was some like showcase festival, maybe at Central Park Summer Stage. Mm -hmm. It was so incredible. Mm -hmm. I was at that too. Yeah. Went to a lot of stuff back in the day. Oh. Nowadays, you can't get me out of the house for anything. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, it better be good. Uh, yeah. So, do you remember I Heart Comics, Frankie mm -hmm. Chan out of mm -hmm. LA? Yeah. When he used to do the South by Southwest parties, there was a parking garage gig, and Diplo was Santi Gold's uh, backing DJ. Oh, very I remember that. And it was yeah. so windy, the needle kept blowing. And so I remember <laughs> I have video of him somewhere. He's just like lying flat on the ground. Like he just <laughs> came I think that was Cup Coffee's first U.S. gig. Oh, Who wow. else was playing that? Oh, yeah. That was a good gig. So it doesn't exist anymore? What? The, the parking comments. garage? Um, I think so. I think he segued it into like production and, okay. and all kinds of other things. Yeah. yeah. He's still standing. Yeah, I feel like, I don't know, but uh, <laughs> I'm like, I don't even know if they exist anymore. I know, um, I don't know. <laughs> they don't come up in conversation a bunch, but the, yeah. you know, no shade. But Yeah, I think it just was never really my world. It was like, I wasn't as into like the super dancey kind of stuff as much as like maybe you guys were. Well, I mean, because I was like, baby loves simps. Give <laughs> 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 me that hi-hat. Like, especially with like the whole... Dare I even say it like DFA disco beat mm -hmm, mm -hmm. kind of well, revival that's cool, happy place? But I can't like I feel like some of that was like an entree into like ed what EDM is now, and I feel <gasps> I hate EDM. Oh God, I, hate, I, I, I loathe it as well. Oh gosh. So you know, like some of that, like I just is didn't. EDM still around? Because people don't really talk about it in the UK. I don't feel like the term is used as much now. But if you listen to top forty US radio. Yeah. Still a fair percentage of it the is, bass is, drops. is like, oh, God, 
Yeah. Ooh. Mm. I remember <laughs> having, the, I think, the very last V Fest, Virgin Mobile Free Fest. Um, we had my mom in a golf cart, <laughs> and we, Skrillex was one of the headliners. Oh, boy. So we went, I think, was he in a jet? So I was just like, you just, you gotta <laughs> see this. And I was like, you don't have to walk. We'll have you driven. So we got driven over to the stage. And I remember she like dowager countess style. She didn't even have a cane at that point. I don't know what she banged on the roof, but she like banged an umbrella on the roof. She was like, I'm ready to go now. <laughs> 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 so I was like, that was the cat breed and entry into EDM. Oh, oh that's God. funny. Oh yeah. Or maybe it was a dead mouse. I don't know. <laughs> How long did she last? Oh, Three minutes, maybe? <laughs> Okay. I mean, to be fair, she had all access, so she was probably like, I just want to go back to the trailer. Of course, <laughs> yeah. I think I'd probably be in the same boat as her. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay, that's really interesting. And I do, I feel like Electro Clash, Clash opened the door mm-hmm. for those DJs, yeah. too. Yeah, but it was still cool. Like, it mm. was still, oh it my still gosh, had completely. kind of like a 80s vibe to it, you know, which yeah. I yeah. am into. But, like, when, once it became, like, this, thing that was just I don't even know like I didn't call that music mm-hmm. <laughs> well no I mean it really did my head in though because you'd see people call themselves like ravers and go to raves it's like that's not what you're wearing like you know <laughs> fluorescent pink yeti boots yeah. like and how is that raving but I mean then I had my husband was like calm down <laughs> <He was> like, <laughs> This is a new generation. It's a new incarnation. Because I was getting really bitter about it. I was yeah. like, they would know rave if it, like, you know, yeah, hit them in the face. Yeah, I think, like, that's a good perspective to have is that, like, every generation is going to have, like, their thing. Exactly. They don't know any better. Like, it's, it's just what they are growing up with mm-hmm. and exposed to. And, like, as music has changed so much with all the, like, technology and, like, social media, it's like, we can't, we, we have, we have no idea, like, how it's all going to evolve, you know, over exactly. time. And, and we're not going to relate to it, really. <laughs> you know, it's like, oh, More shit. holograms. Yeah. <laughs> uh, or festivals that have the word electric in it. <laughs> I've, I've only yeah. gone, to, gone to one or two of those. I'll put it that way. You know, know your audience and just stick with it. Yeah. 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 But, I mean, it's the one thing that is really, gosh, why am I being so nice? The one thing that's kind of inspiring about it is the visual aspect because mm-hmm. they literally have nothing going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, like a lot of times the set, sometimes it's live, sometimes it's not. Yeah. And I knew that because I worked at a festival and there'd be people being like, wait, I'm still uploading my, quote unquote, uploading my set to the <laughs> PA. You know, in other words, pressing play and yeah. then, you know, yeah. dancing around and doing stuff. So, yeah. But the whole visual element of it and those sets that came out, like that really did push the envelope. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And ma- should we talk about Daft Punk now and the Coney Island <laughs> gig? That was I mean, that was a, a crazy, amazing gig. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Do you remember when, like, at the very end, when those flames went from the top of the stage? Like, yes. it, it looked like, and then, like, it shot around the periphery and then down below the pyramid, up the pyramid, and they turned around. And then, like, their jackets it's caught fire with yeah. LED stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I remember that. Oh, it's on YouTube somewhere. And it was just, yeah, everyone screaming. Oh it was amazing. God. I remember it was kind of a rainy night, too. Yeah, it was. Um, and, yeah, I waited for ages to see them. And, I mean, Same. they haven't really toured since. So it's probably yeah. unlikely I'll ever see them again. So, yeah. But, I mean, I'm that almost positive that whole thing was pre-recorded. Yeah, I don't probably. think they did a damn thing up there. <laughs> You know what? I went to that show and I actually had like 
lilac hair because I was getting my hair dyed by my friend like in Soho and I realized that I had to take the F all the way to the end and so I just left like you know so with some toner still in it or yeah, something yeah. So <laughs> it before it was cool it was before Manic Panic came back like I literally <laughs> had like just this glow in the dark little twin star oh purple God. hair but I got there just when you know the church bells were ringing uh-huh. you know how they started their set off yeah, like that. yeah yeah I met my friend and she slipped me a ticket to Philippa, if you're listening, I love you. <laughs> kudos. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yes. So many kudos. So many. We should have oh. a show called Kudos. <laughs> oh, okay, wait. So we were talking about the Wayback Machine. Yes, let's revisit. Other post- oh, okay. Well, the photo didn't make it through, but there's just a post that's uffy. <laughs> okay. Oh, that's a name I haven't thought of in a while. Oh, what was that label? Ed Banger. Yeah, Ed Banger. Yes, with Ed justice Banger. and yeah, other exa- stuff. Yeah. Well, and it was um, justice. Justice, <laughs> yes. There, um, because they wanted. I remember this because they wanted a band name that meant the same thing in several languages. Um, <laughs> I did some of their first press shots actually. Oh, did you? I didn't Such know that. Nice guys. Oh, yeah. that's cool. That we should talk about. Do you remember the weekend T five opened and it, w- it was MIA one night and Justice the second night? I see. Oh, I don't wow. remember the Crazy. opening weekend. Gotcha. Oh, here's another post. Scissor Sisters go daytime. See their passions debut. <laughs> Plus our fave Siren Festival shots. So that's what I would do. I would pull something that came in a press release uh-huh. or something I'd found, and then I'd pull from my photo archive. Got it. Got it. Yeah. And let's see. Peter, Bjorn, and Jan at Barry Ballroom. Oh. Oh. Do you remember yeah. that night? I was a blizzard. <laughs> yeah. Yes. It was so empty. Oh, my gosh. Another band I haven't thought of in ages. Oh, my but gosh. But I used to dig. Yeah. I used to dig, and I, I liked Peter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you, like, liked, liked him? No, <laughs> oh, no, okay, okay, no. Okay. I respected him. Got it, got it. Yeah. Oh, here's a post. We are birds of a feather, and you can be the fat one. Fun with Kaiser Chiefs this weekend. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> Do you remember that lyric? I don't remember that <laughs> lyric. I don't, I don't remember that lyric, actually. <laughs> I remember seeing them with you at... Uh, Tribeca, the hotel, like on the oh my that gosh. underground. Tribeca road. Grand? Thank you, yeah. Yes. Yeah, very early on. I had a New Year's Eve with Peaches there one, Ooh. one time. Yeah, yeah. I, I, was, I was in Berlin last week, and I was working with uh, one of the artists that's like a performance artist on my roster. And um, Peach, he, so the performer was doing four shows in Berlin. I was only there for the first one. I was told by the production team that Peaches was going to make an appearance at the second one. <gasps> and I was like, oh, man, I'm going to be on my way home by then. But it turns out that she had never seen the performer before, so she wanted to attend the first gig uh, as a, just oh, in the crowd. Wow. And I was sitting next to Peaches. And I was like, ah! What? But I didn't talk to her because I was super <laughs> like, I'm going to say something that makes me sound so stupid. So I'm just like, She's Peaches, so cool. yeah. Oh, my gosh. Honestly, her. like, so Hannah Rad, what was her blog? Uh, Sheena Beeston. Sheena Beeston. <laughs> she asked Peaches one of the best interview questions, just in light of Hannah being Hannah and Peaches being Peaches. She asked Peaches when she finally got to interview her, who was the last person she high fived? <laughs> <laughs> that, that always, like, as a journalist, that stuck in my head of like, fucking amazing icebreaker. <laughs> yeah. Especially now that I live in a land where people rarely high five and I'm left hanging. Oh, that's <laughs> hilarious. Okay, here's another post. Yell made her spectacular NYC debut last night at the Knitting Factory. It's a totally snuck video. 
<laughs> oh my gosh. You had some videos that, I mean, are they still on YouTube? I remember some of yours had like a lot, a lot of views. Yeah, yeah. The Robin one was the one that went, the first one to go viral, I think. So I had this little tiny point and shoot camera just for the gigs that, you know, were getting violent. And I was like, okay, I do not want to be carrying around, yeah, you yeah. know, this Nikon and all these lenses. And I didn't know that it also took video, mm -hmm. but it did. I figured that out. And then I just started taking stuff and some of it was good enough that like the labels were like yes keep it or can we have it like um and that's that, awesome yeah it led to a lot of really great things and also like videos with a real video camera but um yeah they're still on vimeo and youtube but just because it's been so long like they're just buried like yeah, really yeah, yeah. deep so i always thought it would be cool to do like a kind of interactive like gallery show and like project the videos mm -hmm. Oh, that's Maybe. really cool. Yeah, like just have somebody do like a silent disco, like have the headphones like mm -hmm. hanging on the wall and like we can just have it big, life-size. Um, but that brings me to this other Way Back When post. It's on Stereo Gum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. played a secret show at Santa's party house. It was Easter weekend. <laughs> I was there too. I didn't miss a damn thing back in no, the day. No, you did not. It's like a total 180 now. <laughs> I miss everything. Nick out. Zinner <laughs> did that photo book and there's a... Because you remember how we take photos oh, on yeah, stage of all totally. the crowds? And there's a show from oh. you and me in the crowd that night. And we're like... Because <laughs> <laughs> we were right in the front. We yeah. were. I swear, I like had not done any drugs. But like I had <laughs> permagrin like, so hard. It's humiliating. There's a photo someone took of me that night because we were so close and because Karen O obviously is, you know, such an incredible front woman and really engages with the people in the front. She was like screaming in my face during yep. Art Star and I was screaming back. And there's a photo. We look like wild animals just like <laughs> about to attack each other. Oh it's amazing. God, amazing. Yeah, I'll have to dig it up. Oh, wow. Yeah. That makes me so happy. Yeah. Yeah, there is um there is video that someone took of, do you remember the um, 4th of July shows at South Street Seaport would put on but it wouldn't mm -hmm. be at the seaport it would be like you know in battery park or something mm -hmm. so sonic youth do you remember when thurston moore came off the stage and like just rushed all the the photo bloggers in the pit like and crushed <laughs> i missed us. that gig oh um, my gosh yeah. it was a sonic youth gig but you're going back to your yeah yes one that one went fairly viral right uh, or got a decent amount of views it, back it in the day yeah, yeah because other people posted it yeah. i think what happened with that Robin when we were at Highline Ballroom mm -hmm. and it was her, was it her American debut? It might have been. Yeah. yeah. And so it was for With Every Heartbeat and I just snuck it because I was like, okay. Like I had a photo pass and I had gotten okay to sneak video. Like the mm -hmm. publicist was like, well, look the other way. You yeah, know, just yeah, see yeah. what you get. So I went to sleep, posted it, uh, went to sleep. And when I woke up, I think Perez Hilton had picked up on oh. it and Pitchfork. <laughs> but at that point, Perez had a lot more yeah, viewers. Yeah. And I got a thank you note from uh, Cherry Tree Records. Oh, wow. And, yeah, the Robins team. Wow. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. I love that. So that was, it was just one of those things like, oh, okay, you know, I wasn't working with a giant agency. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Didn't have, you know, all these people behind me. Didn't ask for, like, an enormous amount of money up front. Mm -hmm. But, like, go to the gig, see what I can get. I feel like there's, like, a genuineness to it, mm -hmm. though, that back then, mm -hmm. whereas, like, you kind of question the motivations these days yeah. when people post yeah. about a video of someone mm -hmm. or like it's not it's just not coming from like the heart like the, the joy of like being like I love this artist and I love going to shows it's like okay this it's an app like hashtag advertisement yeah, well, yeah. Well, yeah so we get I'll get press requests through a publicist 
and she'll say, blah, 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 you know, wants to sh do a quick portrait session. Depending on the artist, if they're new, I'll be like, sure, why not? But then it, it turns out, you know, once you read down in the fine print that the entire business model is these people do portrait sessions to maybe put on their website, but you're more than welcome to buy them yeah. for use. And I was just like, no, they're up against a brick wall in the waterfall formation. Mm -hmm, like, you mm -hmm. know, so that, I, th that's when I'm like, you know, the old woman in the rocking chair, like mm -hmm. get off of my lawn. Yeah. Like you, if you're gonna play the game, like do it better than that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, and it's, I've gotten better at sniffing people out. So I've got a band um, on tour in the US right now, and they are coming back in February to open for a much larger band. So we've gotten some photo requests, you know, fun features for them this tour. But as soon as the tour with the larger band was announced, mm. so many people offering up their services oh, as a tour yes, photographer. Yes. I'm like, really? Yeah. <laughs> Will you spend any time with my artist or do you just want to get into the show? Yeah, yeah. 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 I have had the same kind of experience on the press side. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's kind of heartbreaking. But the... And I feel bad, though, because especially when it comes to, like, female photographers, like, I want to be supportive. So I actually clicked through to this woman's portfolio the other day, and it wasn't great. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I was like, okay, so I'm actually not saying no for, like, a vindictive reason. I'm mm -hmm. just, or, yeah, jumping to conclusions and saying no because your stuff isn't good. Yeah. 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 I don't even know if, like, you know, like, back then... Now it's there's like the saying like everyone's a photographer, right? So it's like And they <laughs> are. I you know? they wholeheartedly Yeah. And like back then like I wouldn't say I like considered myself a photographer. I think it was just like accidental photographer. You know, it's like yeah, well, yeah. I'm on a show, you captured moments. Capture it, but like did did I know what I was doing? <laughs> did any of us? No. Other than like hitting click and hoping that something legible like I love turned your out, photos. You know? Yeah. And, and like, you know, when Flickr was doing the whole like, um, you know, like it was recent, like this like Flickr research and they were like, okay, if you don't mo remove your photos mm -hmm. uh, or subscribe, like they're going to be deleted. So I ended up subscribing. <laughs> I really have to like <laughs> figure out how to get out of it because I, I didn't want to lose these photos. Oh right, my gosh, right. no. It's an, auto, it's an automatic um, deduction. I still subscribe. Yeah. I've got um, my ATP photos on there. So Yeah. Mm. And it's yeah. like, and, um, and then Ryan was like, it seems like you have a style. And I was like, you mean like all like, the electric <laughs> lines <laughs> that yeah. go through. I think delay like that flash, honey. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, that's like the like new stoner. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like this is what it looks like through my eyes, literally. Yeah, literally <laughs> that's what I was seeing. <laughs> but you know, like it's weird to like look back and be like, oh, I w I was actually given photo passes, but I never. I just thought of myself as a blogger, not a photographer. Okay. That mm -hmm, makes sense. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. You know? Well, yeah, and again, though, a lot of times people just like giving you one guest list yeah. if they know. Yeah, yeah, that was common. Yeah. I remember when um, I started getting spikes in traffic, you know, when you used to log into your website and oh, yeah. look at the Stat report. Oh, yeah, counter and exactly. stuff. Exactly. Yeah. And uh, I got a lot from Brooklyn Vegan, and then I realized he was using my photos as he... I guess in the blog world, that's when you knew you made it. Like, you know, when, <laughs> yeah. when you get the link back from him. And then <laughs> or like a true. sidebar thing. And I was just like, oh, okay, bloggers, blogging. There was more link backing back Oh, then, my gosh. You know? like you It's don't the really nice see thing that to do. Yeah. You don't see that anymore. No. It's not like people supporting people. It's like, 
okay, my blog is a business, then, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. like, I'm going to have my own photographers, and I'm going to have my own, like, you know, people writing up the stories or whatever, which is fine, but I was like, there was sort of, like, a nice community. I agree. You Absolutely. know, back then that I feel like lacks today. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe it's just because I'm not in it anymore. Maybe I don't know, but I don't see it that much. Well, I am in a... Facebook group called the it's like a collective called the photo ladies and I think they started it just for that very purpose it's like putting up with so much like as a woman Mm -hmm. still to this day like it's just where you can vent and like swap assignments and contacts and that's been lovely seeing that and I definitely recognize like familiar faces but if it weren't for that probably not yeah, maybe the Facebook group is like the new, uh, like they used to have uh, listservs. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> yeah. Too, yeah, probably. Where but people just vent and stuff. A lot of, I mean, a lot of people are babies though, so they ask questions or like, ask, then I just can't answer. I'm just yeah. like, no. Yeah. 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 Yeah, then you become the teacher in a sense. Exactly. I mean, I remember the first college recommendation I wrote for like a, a photographer that I I wouldn't even call it mentored. Like I had a freaking website called Punk Photo. I don't understand why she wanted me to write her recommendation to Parsons, but she got in. So, well, back then it meant something. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Like it was like the thi- like the big thing. I mean, like we when we look back at it, I think our memories are different because yeah. they're reflective. But in that moment, like it was so trendy, and it was like people would be like. Your punk photo. Your oh yeah, when, like when people just like yell your blog yeah. name, name out at you, as if it's like, your what birth the? name. Exactly. <laughs> you're like, what the, the heck? Like, who are you? Like now, the closest I get to that is like, because I have a dog, so like I I know other dog owners by their dog name. Uh huh. <laughs> oh, you're Riley's mom. Hey. <laughs> like, yeah, it was like a blog celebrity versus like now. I guess it's like Instagram celebrities or an YouTube influencer. Celebrity. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. It was a different kind of influencer. I feel like I helped create that play into that machine because we had like um it must have been 2009 2010 mm-hmm. whenever the brand i was working with did the monster ball tour we mm-hmm. had like a convocation so they told me to give them a list of music bloggers and they would go through and take some pop culture bloggers too and have like a mini conference mm. and then take them to the lady ba- gaga show she did a meet and greet with everyone they got their picture taken and then everyone went home and blogged about it and i think maybe we're put on a annual contract like Mm. to engage with the content and it was genius we worked with two agencies on it there was so much money involved but um I don't know if I should name and shame. There is a blogger. <laughs> there is a blogger there. We'll have that there. big beep <laughs> over Yeah, it. <laughs> exactly. It, it starts with a T. Uh-huh. Um, and he, we were at Coachella this year, and I was with a Japanese band. And somebody went and just said, oh, um, do you want to meet this band and, like, maybe take a photo with them? And, like, his agent got involved, and it was, like, $34,000 or something. Oh, my God. And I was just, like, Bitch, I got you onto this guest list. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was... Um, Damn. And, and the <laughs> weird thing is, like, because people ask me, they were like, how do you have the clients that you do and the, the history that you do and you, you know, don't have, like, a bazillion Instagram followers? It's because of getting married to a Brit. I have to set my social media private every time mm. I go through the visas process for, like, months and months at a time. And so oh I just kind gosh. of, like... Gave yeah. up on it, mm-hmm. and so that's. I know um, 
Cameron, I think, might be mm. in a similar position. Mm -hmm. Like, he had to go p private, too, so. Although, I don't know. Like, somebody recently, like, I was at, um, like, a holiday party, and actually there were, like, a ton of comedians there, and I was taking, you know, whatever for Instagram. I was, like, and, like, the guy, one of the comedians was, like, make sure you tag me. <laughs> and I was, Ew. like, and I, so I ended up, I was, like, tagged him, and then he was, like, saw that I tagged him and he was like why are you private <laughs> <laughs> like and I was like what do you mean if a like, tree falls in a forest you know yeah. what I mean like I was like well because I'm very picky about who yeah. I want to be seeing like I don't want just anyone to see my Instagram like I'm not I don't consider myself a public figure so I don't feel like Gosh. you know I have to have like a public Instagram yeah. that like just anyone can see if you're like if you can see my profile, that means you're special. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I, so I don't special. say yes to everybody, and I think that's okay. You know, it I is okay. It's it is a form of self care. Like, I don't approve really many more people on Facebook mm -hmm. either. I'm just like too much already. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, like I don't I don't care about Joe Schmo mm -hmm. looking at my fucking photos. You know. <laughs> I will say, though, the thing that I posted most recently that really resonated and I got more likes on it than anything was Thanks. Bikini Kill at Kingston <laughs> Academy. Yeah. It was, um, yeah, it was really special. And what were you going to say life about those photos? Yeah, th I, I got, like, a disproportionate amount of likes oh, okay. on them. So I was like, out of all the bands I post on here, mm. like, that just makes my heart so happy. Yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, like, um, I only get likes <coughs> when I post a selfie. <laughs> I've noticed that, too, and I can't stand selfies. I think that's weird, and it's, like, very it's rare that I will, but I feel like, why? Why do people, maybe it's the algorithm? I, th I You know, what Ooh. I've noticed through the years uh. is that on Instagram, I have a public Instagram, but I, I block people very regularly, and also I, if someone follows me and it looks spammy, they're also gone. So it's real human beings, but, yes, there are some strangers. But, um, oh, yeah, I was going to say that I remember back in the day I would post a nice photo of, I don't know, I'd go on vacation and there's, like, beautiful beach, take a photo of the beach or mm -hmm. take a photo of, I don't know, something that I think is You're artsy. wandering. Wandering. Yeah. And, like, it would get very l few likes. Well, nowadays I post a lot more photos that include me, not necessarily selfies, but I'm in them, and those get far more likes. So I don't understand that. People want to see you. It's yeah. weird. Ed from Grizzly Bear has the lockdown, though, on, like, travel photos. Well, he, <laughs> he also has a ton of followers. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he can get away with not having his face and everything. Yeah, yeah. Or although, like, I just started, like, following um, in the past, like, couple years, Jeff. From Sea Ray, <laughs> do you remember Sea Ray? <laughs> Vaguely. Oh my gosh! Okay. His travel photos are insane. <laughs> like, awesome. and I don't know what he does for a living now, but drone operator. He can fucking travel. That guy. <laughs> Amazing. I'm like jealous. <laughs> I'm like what? Well, that's why Matt. When you said that there's a travel writer that has a similar name to you, mm -hmm. I was just like, I fucking hate them because you know you see like their assignments. Well, granted, I had some travel slash music assignments that uh -huh. were really amazing. But yeah, when you meet a travel writer, like they definitely know that they're a different breed. Oh yeah. 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 I mean when whenever you can incorporate travel incorporate travel into like your gig. Oh now I feel bad because there's some people that I absolutely love that are travel writers. But you know what I mean. I know exactly what you okay. mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I don't think it's personal. Yeah. Maybe we'll do repeat skip. Yes, now? let's do it. <coughs> Ooh. So we have two albums uh, from 
like mid 2000s, right? Yeah, yeah actually, they're, they're both from 05. Yeah. 05, um, 05 and 08. I find in 2007, I find myself referring back to gigs. To the, yeah, yeah. Yeah. The good old days. <laughs> um, but the first one is an artist that Abby, you had mentioned earlier in the episode. Um, and it's Robin when she released that self titled album that was like her big comeback. Yeah. Yeah. 2.0, basically. Yeah. I feel like it was the first time in a while that, like, the indie kids, other than Annie, like, the indie kids were, like... Hey, Annie. Yeah. Oh, oh <laughs> I love that God, album. Annie. I'm so excited. <laughs> Chew and go. But, like, the, Shout the, out to Bergen. Yes. <laughs> but, like, I feel like the, the indie kids, at least in the U.S., really di- steered away from anything kind of fun yeah, for a long really time. Yeah, really And Robin and Annie say, brought yeah, it was back. The, was the most, like, oh, animated please. people. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh, I remember being in the photo pit at midnight on New Year's Eve with Stereo Gum. Gosh, was it Hammerstein Ballroom? Like, had Clap Your Hands Day, Oh yeah. my god. And like, looking wow. up in the, the balcony and like, Scott and Almert were there and David Byrne was there and everyone was like, <laughs> hugging and I was by myself, like, in the photo pit. <laughs> like, these balloons were falling and I was like, this is my life. <laughs> Sorry, but yeah, there definitely was, I think maybe that's when I started blogging with more enthusiasm, mm-hmm. especially about female artists when yeah. like, Mm. pop got to be okay to blog about yeah 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 so do you guys have memories of this album well in particular well it's interesting because the album came out a year before she actually made it to the states Mm -hmm, right mm -hmm. so i mean i had such a different relationship with albums not having seen the person live so i think maybe that's why it resonated with me so long because i fell in love with the album Mm -hmm. saw her in concert and it was just like where have you been all my life kind yeah. of thing? Um, She's always been one of those performers for me that uh, just kind of takes you to a, a different place, you know? And um, she just is so brilliant. It goes without saying, but merging the dance element with these lyrics that tear at you, you yeah. know? Mm. And, like, I still remember, kudos to my friend Maria, like, mm-hmm. um, whenever we hear Hang With Me, mm-hmm. like, just holding hands with her mm-hmm. at Aww. a show and, like... Yeah, or Bum Like You. I mean, yeah. con- compared to the albums that followed, yeah. the production isn't as sophisticated. Yeah. But it's, I think that was the good gateway drug to get people back into her, like Konnichiwa Bitches. Like, it's so simple. There's all, like, the chip tune kind of elements and the samples, and it just, yeah, that video. Do you remember when she dressed up like a bum? Yeah, I do. <laughs> Yeah. I was uh, actually uh, a few days ago when I was coming home from Berlin, I had a layover in Oslo and <gasps> one of the stores was playing uh, like in the airport was playing Konnichiwa Bitches. And I was like, oh, I haven't heard this in a while. But yeah, of course I'm hearing it right now. You know, you want to rumble in the jungle? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like the simplicity of the production, though. I feel mm-hmm. like what I, you know, I don't think like I was like super into Robin when this came out, but I like love her now and like listening back I realized I didn't know I didn't know these songs I just didn't know that they they all lived on one album I think that's the case with a lot of people and and then I was like actually it still holds up and actually it still sounds hip even though it's so simple and that the production isn't as like super produced I like that and I was like actually I would I would (laughs) I would like to listen to this album today. Like, not all albums hold up no. over time, you know? And, um, but I liked her sound, and and then kind of, I could see, like, the evolution, kind of. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know? absolutely. 
hilarious. So what what's your favorite song off the album? Oh, I liked Who's That Girl. <laughs> <laughs> That's such a great single. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's just easy to sing along to. And I, uh, if you listen to this podcast, you know I'm always, like, picking the emo, like, <laughs> unrequited love song. Season three. <laughs> it's like, I feel like when I was living this, like, indie rock life, like, that was my life. It was like, oh, I like that guy, but he doesn't like me. So, like, any song that was like that would be, like, tears. <laughs> Why does he have a beard? <laughs> Why does he wear plaid? Why does this keep happening to me? No, it was like... Why does he like that other girl, not me? <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh, so you know. when you hear the song, it's more like, who's that girl? Yeah, who's that girl <laughs> that you dream oh, of? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> well, it's funny because this was the one song that I resisted when it, the album came out just because of Madonna and mm-hmm. Who's That Girl. Yeah. Of course. But now, if somebody sings Who's That Girl, like, my head will go to the Robin song. Oh, me really too, actually. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I actually like... Swedish magic. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even think of the Madonna song until... Yeah. I haven't thought of that particular song in a long time. And the movie. And I the mean, movie. that yeah, movie yeah. was <laughs> so good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what she have? Was it a panther or something? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> there were jewels. I need to go home and do some watching. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, now I'm trying to figure out who the guy in that movie was. Oh, God. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> anyway. Oh, was it Sean Penn? Didn't they make it together, like, and when they were married? Girl? I thought it was a different dude. I have to look it up. Okay. Live Googling. But in the meantime, I want to know what your favorite is on that album. It's With Every Heartbeat. Yeah. And mm. I think, okay, it's so funny because I used to catch myself using terminology when I would do my posts, and I would outlaw them. I had on a Post-it note on my, like, computer screen, like, with a line through it. And one of the things... I forbade myself to use was shimmering synth, but I'm sorry. <laughs> in that song, yeah, courtesy yeah. of Clear Up, like yeah. it's just, it, it just transports you somewhere. Yeah, it's just the perfect. No, that pop is a love really song. great one. Yeah. Um, actually, I I almost forgot about that one when I was revisiting this and album. And it hurts with every, every heartbeat. heartbeat. Like yeah. if you just break mm. down the lyrics, you're just like, oh my gosh. Yeah. Kind of deep. Like yeah. it it sounds really like ephemeral and stuff. But yeah. Um. I love this whole album pretty much, but um, for for some reason, when I was revisiting this over the last couple of days, uh, "Bum Like You" stood out. I, well, I still kind of love that song. It's a good yeah. One. yeah, yeah. I think because we used to sing it every time there would be like a breakup or something, like <laughs> you know, like you just kind of drop it into the equation. I also just love that lyric, like, "What is it? My new favorite thing to do is is hang, ar- is hang, hang around with, hang a, bum around like with a bum like <laughs> you." Yeah. 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 Um, no, that's a great one. But I love this whole album. In fact, the only things I'd skip, just because, as Jin knows, I'm not into, like, I'm not into super long songs, and I really don't like interludes, so I would skip the interludes. <laughs> oh, yeah. 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 I mean, it, it it's just not my interesting thing. Interesting choices. Yeah. 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 But I think, again, because she came from a production side, too, she was probably like, I'm going to put this in, and, you know, and we're still going to do it, Yeah. package it that way. So I have to respect her choice of for course. that on all of these songs in the album, but, yeah, the interludes. I find myself skipping through because I just want to get something like yeah yeah. I was hang with me skipping Eclipse. I just like I also hey. like things that like stick out in the album like a sore thumb. Like mm-hmm. I don't understand. Mm-hmm. It's like it's like you know we've talked about this before where it's like okay they want to show her diversity or her like range. Yeah. yeah. But it just doesn't work with the album. Mm-hmm. I like an album that's like a story, and I used to love it when the songs went into each other like cut copy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. 
it's not like that anymore. It's all about singles. Yeah. Like, um, Drip releases. <laughs> yes. Honestly, if I were still blogging, I would put that on my post-it note of do not use. Grab <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's so much to say about Robin, but I just, it, it, to summarize for me, like, I mean, this is when I really like fell in love with, mm. with her music. Um, you mean it wasn't her Buffy the Vampire Slayer Robin 1.0? Um, I do <laughs> love, I still love Robin 1.0. The, what's the initial single that was huge? Uh, uh, Show um, me love. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, actually, when I saw her once at Terminal 5 years back, she, she busted that out uh, as an encore. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, but um, I haven't seen her on recent tours just because now she's a stadium act in the States, yeah. which I never thought would happen. And wow. like she'll play MSG or Barclays and like the good seats are 200 bucks a pop. And I'm just like, no. I remember when you played Webster Hall with Khalees for $15, you know? Oh my gosh, that was such a good show. Yeah. And then there was, um, she did like the side ballroom upstairs at Hammerstein. Like everybody <laughs> had to stuff into an elevator to get out. I went to um, the Robin party recently, like the dance party. Oh, yeah, yeah, was, like, so good. inspired by her, and, like, I actually didn't realize how many Robin songs I knew until, like, There's I went so to that many. party, oh, yeah. and I was like, Body Talk Parts 1 so and 2. much, yeah. and, like, it was just, like, so cool to, like, I don't know. And the vibe in that room was, like, it kind of reminded me of, like, going to a gay club in the 90s or yeah. something, you know, where it was, like... I don't know. It just didn't matter. Like if you were with people, you just like showed Sharing up and you the danced. Experience. Yeah, Aww. and it was like about the music. When is it? Can I come? <laughs> they just do it a couple times a year now. And that now they tour. They were in Berlin. Like they. Oh, whoa! Wow. I wonder. They oh, should I come to Brighton that. Pride. Yeah. Well, she should headline Brighton Pride. I mean. Yeah. Brittany, Kylie, Robin. Doesn't it yeah, make yeah. Sense? I think that's the natural oh my God, progression. Kylie, don't even get me started. Yeah, yeah. Kylie, I love Kylie. Yeah, <laughs> of course. Oh my gosh. Like, that's my like. I don't know if it's like would cool to call her a guilty pleasure, but like I don't know. think guilty pleasures really exist anymore. But mm -hmm. at one point, she definitely yeah. was. Mm -hmm. yeah. But I remember that going out the window, like when I saw her at Hammerstein, and yeah, she like descended <gasps> from the ceiling. I remember that. Yeah. She was wearing like a negligee and like yeah. a robe, yeah. and she was on. Was it a? Disco ball skull mm -hmm. descended from the ceiling, and I just started weeping. Aww, it was yeah. so amazing. It was it was also kind of amazing because she brought a stadium size show into Hammerstein. Exactly. You know. You know, I've met her, uh, her creative director, the guy that does all the sets. Okay. Oh like you know, when she like does like the locomotion or like yeah. the cheerleading locker room, he does all that. Oh my god. I, I know. I'm, I'm just like, you're literally like the most famous person. <laughs> I geek out at the weirdest people. I don't geek out when I meet like musicians, but I geek out with that stuff. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I like she the did one the circus tour too for Britney. So. Oh, really? Yeah. I went to that too. Of <laughs> <laughs> you did. I've never been to any of those like huge pop star like yeah, Next time you have to call like, me because it's so fun. I've seen Cher and Britney. Just and, let me yeah. know. And we'll I'm, get I Nora involved. <laughs> yes, <and> yes. <laughs> I'll fly over. Yeah. It's oh a my good God. time. That would be In a so perfect fun. world. Yeah. Okay. So next Maybe Katie. once a year, we should yes. like plan oh like a pop star concert, like get together. Yeah. Like a re little reunion. That would be that incredible. That would be really fun. <laughs> I think that would oh be fun. Oh my gosh. That would be incredible. <laughs> we need more events like that. You we know? do. Because it's just, I don't know. You can get t shirts made. <laughs> <laughs> Don't I need a club, me. guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Okay, what were we talking about? Robin and how she's incredible and yes. amazing and should get the Nobel Peace Prize. Yes. For being fierce. Yeah, I mean, because she wasn't like that, like, sexy pop star. She was pretty androgynous. You know? Like, she yeah. wore, like, bike shorts and a crop top, mm-hmm. like, football top. Mm-hmm. And Robin, she's and still kind of rocking that. Like, yeah, yeah exactly. Know? And it's like, oh, that's just who you are. You're yeah. not trying to be something else. And I think... It's like amazing how relatable her songs are, and then it's sort of like, oh my god, that's coming out of you. <laughs> like, I, just, I don't know. Like, there is a power to it that I respect. And is it? Do you think that there's like, um, like the fandom with like Robin is kind of like how people like um, I was saying like I don't really stand a lot of people, <laughs> but like there's this whole like stand culture now, and like yeah. people like worshiping people like Lizzo and Beyonce. Is that different than how we feel about artists like Robin, or is it like the same? Well, yeah, because I feel like stands will take somebody else down, Mm. like troll them. Yeah. And so, like, I wouldn't do that. Like, oh, you don't like this artist? Okay, I'm not going to put like snakes all over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, Well, actually, no, snakes are allowed because I don't (laughs) think very much of that person. But, um, no, it's, it's the whole, the stan culture, like, I love that people feel seen. Yeah. And that there's a kid in Sandusky, Ohio tonight that might not try to kill himself because he hears, you know, a pop star singing something mm. that just will save their life. Yeah. And that's incredible. But when that person, like, threatens violence. Not that, per- you know, when someone else threatens violence towards another artist, that's when I'm just yeah, like, yeah. whoa. Yeah, no, yeah. It gets scary, with, especially with the younger kids, I feel. They take well, it yeah. very seriously. Th- that yeah. culture, like, there's not even an indoctrination into it. Like, they just, yeah. that is the playground talk. And I feel mm-hmm. like that kind of stand stuff is going to translate into real life for them, too, maybe. Mm-hmm. And, you know. Yeah. Yeah. It's all going to be, like, one giant episode. We're living in Black Mirror, basically. <laughs> Hate yes. to break it to you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You don't know what's gonna happen. We just have to see. I love the second album you picked to talk Thank about. Um, actually, I had to look up though. Like, how do you pronounce it? Ariler. I'm surprising myself. Ariler. No, I don't know the answer. Actually, so I did some research because I'm a nerd and. Uh, there is one quote, I actually couldn't find a clip of anyone saying it, but there's one quote that she said where somebody said it's actually a pun for, uh, an English pun for a ruler. A, r- a, a ruler. ruler. So I think that that's probably how you pronounce it, a ruler. A ruler. Or is it with like an accent with at like the end? A, like a ruler. A ruler. A ruler. I don't know. I don't know. Oh I my can't gosh. Do I'm not, I you, know. You should I, be able to oh pronounce it. <laughs> but the, honestly, if I do anything on the mic, it's going to come back to haunt me. But yeah, it's, um, I get it. I get it. And it's like a Sri Lankan word that means enlightenment from sunshine. Oh, <laughs> hence sunshower. Hence sunshowers, which is one of my favorites on the album. Yeah, um, <laughs> that's a I great had a track. Producer, shout out to Mike Young. He was amazing, and he would get so weirdly happy every time he heard that lyric. Oh, <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. a great track. Yeah, it I love is. that track. So, uh, the first time I ever came across her, before I even had a blog, I think, um, friend of mine from art school 
sent me like an FTP and a login and he was like, yo, this is really dope. My, you know, my friend's roommate just directed this video. And so I logged in and like the file was so big even back <laughs> then. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. it was a video for Galang. Uh-huh. And so, you know, that's sort of like the white and she's just like so gangly and just, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I was like, what is happening? Yeah. We didn't really see that before, you know. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And again, with somebody that wasn't, you know, concerned with looking like a sex kitten or yeah. like yeah, getting yeah. injections exactly. or yeah just like it's it's and really actually like meaning in her you know and her origin story too like uh, they're uh-huh. just it, there's so many different levels to it and refugee father yes. that w- might have been with the Tamil Tigers yeah uh-huh. but my favorite thing was um because she went to Central St. Martin's for video art and right. she said that the way she got in was she basically told them, you either let me into this program or else I'm going to go sell m- have to sell my body. <laughs> she's like, that's how bad my neighborhood is. So they let her in. Wow. And I'm wow. like, I think she was probably let in on merit of having great art and artistic integrity. However, I love that she just stood up to them like that. <laughs> um. I remember, I mean, I've, I've seen MIA a few times, but I think the one that stands out the most is when I saw Heart Siren Festival. I was going to say, please, Heart Siren. Yeah, yeah yes. that was a great show. So I got contacted by the people that did her documentary about licensing some of my footage mm-hmm. from that show. Oh. But it was really weird because, like, they'd ask questions and I would answer them and then I wouldn't hear back and... They were like, do you have high res of it? And I was like, but it was 2000 what? Five? Like five or six. Yeah, yeah. I was like, the file itself is probably going to be like 70 megabytes. Like, I don't know how you're going to work with this. And like, it just, it trailed off. But yeah, that was an incredible show. Wasn't she wearing like a a marionette? Yes, something sparkly. Yes. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Yeah. I remember getting hit in the head with a beach ball too, like, really hard oh i know i mean it's weird like you can actually see like my camera shake i'm just (laughs) like oh yeah i mean you know when when there's stands in the front of the crowd that think you were between them and (laughs) their their goddess their goddess then you will get smashed on the head yeah a couple times you know what's worse than that what um the paparazzi the british paparazzi (laughs) Like, you've probably dealt with them at festivals, right? Like, like the crazy British photographers that will just, like, knock you out, like, if you're it's in their way. You know what, though? I've found shooting European festivals, every country has different traits. Oh. So Spain, you can, I remember with Pulp reuniting, Cameron and I went to Primavera, was it 2008 or something? That sounds right. So yeah, that I sounds right. got in line at the photo pit something crazy like two or three hours before and I just you know stood there I didn't even sit I just stood there I was like I'm going to take <laughs> photos of Paul and um and then what this I feel like it's okay to do when you're a Spanish music photographer is you smoke a cigarette you kind of all huddle towards the entrance you smoke a cigarette and then no matter who's been standing in line then you just cut in front of them <laughs> oh God. and Germans I feel like do the Hail Mary thing like they'll hold the camera up and shoot like that. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, I mean, I do, thank you. I feel seen for talking about the <laughs> British paparazzi. But I mean, that that getting elbowed out of the way is, I think that's more of like an agency thing. Like, I'm oh here yeah. for Getty. Oh yeah, my. yeah. So. It's, it doesn't matter what country they're from. If they have like a, they think a God-given 
need to be there. Right. Yeah, I, I've had <laughs> yeah. to deal with quite a few wire photographers over the last few years uh, in my day job, and it's almost always like they're cocky or rude or or uh, disrespectful to like the house photographer or Completely. someone else. Yeah. yeah, and I was a house photographer for a lot of stuff. Yeah. And so I, yeah, I saw the worst sides of humanity. Some so people. funny. Yeah, just to get the shot. Yeah, yeah. there was um, who was it? I think it was Motormouth after one particularly trying ACP. They asked me if I would write like an etiquette book for concert <laughs> photography. <gasps> oh my God. <laughs> I was like, oh, so ready to do it on the train back. But um, yeah. You need to include that in your book. Yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> so um, should we pick our repeat and skips? Mm-hmm. Um, oh gosh. I our guest, would you like to start? <laughs> Ombre. Mm. Repeat and repeat mm. and repeat again. <laughs> it's just, it's hypnotic. And yeah, yeah it's so simplistic. And I mean, because I listen to Kala all the time too. Mm-hmm. And I love. Yeah, that um, was a great follow up. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Th- that was a one two punch. Mm-hmm. Like, I think it's really hard to do. Um, yeah, ombre. There's just something really flirty about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Take my number, call me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah a lot of flirty moments on the album. And then Sun Showers is yeah. great. Lang. Um, the, the self-titled one uh, that closes out the album is just kind of meh for me. You know, I actually don't even remember that. Yeah. yeah. it's uh, Maybe it's like a special edition or something okay. I have. But um, yeah, oh look yeah. into it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but most, uh, it was funny because um, I was... On Fifth Avenue today, I was like, I'm going to go see the Robert Maplethorpe exhibit at the Guggenheim. Meanwhile, phone is going crazy with the band on the road texting me like, do you have our company pa- incorporation papers? It's like, oh, really? Shit. Today. <laughs> but I had um, I had the album on in my headphones, and I was walking, not in the crosswalks, but I was walking and texting and bumping that album. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, I can do this. I got this. Yeah, yeah. I am a boss lady. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it was just a good feeling. And it's that kind of album, too. Mm-hmm. I, I agree. like albums that make me feel cool. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and, and also, I love music that, like, I've never really heard before. Yeah. Like, a kind of new sound. Yeah. Yeah, She that when she came out, I feel like everybody was like, what's going on over here? This is something that we have not heard before. And one thing I did blog about in the past, I know we could get Cameron in on the conversation too is she I believe was crashing with Elastica's Justine at the time and if you listen to Justine's solo music at the time it's very similar like I think Justine really helped her oh, we she talked about like Elastica the last she episode she gave her her like first drum machine right yeah like, yeah like influence like she got gigs from her before like actually ever even uh, yeah when she was just a video like yeah, art graphic, student yeah, yeah like, grad student it's interesting because you know, we've talked, like, mm-hmm. love Justine. <laughs> Definitely wanted to be her at one point oh in my, my gosh. life. Literally, I just got my eyebrows tattooed <laughs> on the other day because <laughs> of the overplucking. <laughs> Thanks to Justine and Mickey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, now I remember, like, cutting my hair short like that. Oh, and yeah, me cr- too. Crying because it oh. didn't look as good, like, the same on me. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> You're like, oh, right, I don't look like her. (laughs) Gosh, I got my hair chopped off when I moved to New York. There was, um, in the original Patricia Field, like, brownstone store, Mm. there was a salon, Perfidia's Hair World, and Perfidia chopped all my hair off. I had, like, two inches. Oh, I would have cried. 
but some people can rock the short hair. It yeah. just wasn't me. <laughs> <laughs> like, I would have been like that kid who was like um, mistaken for a boy or something. And you know. Oh, I was definitely mistaken <laughs> for a boy several yeah. times. My friends were like, but Audrey Hepburn had short hair. And it's like, I don't have Audrey Hepburn set. <laughs> but maybe we should do a whole episode about like <laughs> 90s style icons that are still embedded in our. Yes. Yeah. Definitely. <laughs> do a in whole episode. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so Justine, um, just look up her, her solo stuff from I the will. time that came out. Yeah. I, will. Yeah. I didn't actually know she had solo stuff. Yeah, me well, neither. Well, it, it was in the form of like half of an MP3. I did a deep dive. <laughs> got it, got it. Yeah, this Ooh. was ages and ages ago. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Hopefully it's on YouTube illegally or something. Oh, um, gosh. But um, what was your favorite, Matt? Um, I love most of the tracks on this album. Uh, mm. My favorite, you know, I was looking at the track listing today on Wikipedia, and my favorite is actually on the UK version, but not on the US version. Ooh. Then it was reissued, and it was on the US version. So I don't know if this you want technically me to buy counts. It for you? <laughs> <laughs> I can. Maybe. Um, my favorite track is "You Are a Cutie." <gasps> I yes. love that song. Yes. Yeah. 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 Is your dad a dealer? Cause you're dope to me. Yeah. <laughs> Such a great lyric. <laughs> Flirty. Yeah. You, what is it? You win gold medals for when you're with me or something like, yeah, that's a great track. Yeah. yeah. I love when she's like very tongue in cheek. Yeah. Yeah. Same. I was like watching this interview that she did when I was trying to figure out how do you pronounce the album name? Um, and she was talking about how like people always only ask her serious questions. <laughs> like they never like, you know, ask her something oh, funny. That's true. And like, she does have a fun side. She does have a sense of humor, and like, but like nobody ever really taps into that too much, mm. which but I thought was really interesting. I do remember an interview with her. I think because do you remember when she started working with African Boy? So there was like a video feature where they went to her house, and like her hair was like fluorescent orange, and she was like, "My hairdresser was doing Catman, <laughs> and it just turned out like this." <laughs> I don't know why that just still stuck with me. I was like, "Wow, you're really relaxed. That's amazing." Yeah, yeah. But like that song is a perfect example of her like having some kind of sense of humor in a song. Yeah. You know? And like, I don't know. It's just like. A little bit lighter vibe, mm -hmm. you know. Do you remember the Creators Project when they took over Milk Studios? Yes. It was yeah. Dion Ford's premiere. Uh, oh my God! Debut. Yeah, that's another. <laughs> Weirdly enough, Alien came in on an algorithm after <laughs> oh listening to um, <laughs> this one, and I, I was just like, "How does that happen?" <laughs> but. Uh, yeah, so, so when she played, like, the small room upstairs, and didn't she have, like, red, white, and blue stripes in her hair? I think I missed this show. <sighs> I didn't see it, but obviously it I was crazy. paying attention to what was on that programming. Um, Interpol played the loading dock. <laughs> okay, wait, can I, can I do an aside? I don't yeah, know yeah. if this will make the final <laughs> cut. The reason, so the first thing I ask when people say is, have you read Meet Me in the Bathroom? Mm -hmm. It's like the perfect encapsulation of that time. And I was like, unless it involves www.carlosdhasherpes.com. <laughs> oh, yes. oh, my God. Take the yes. conversation elsewhere. <laughs> exactly. You know what I'm talking about or you don't. Yeah. Oh, oh God. God. That was a thing. Yeah. That was a thing. And that <laughs> boyfriend was mad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love, like, yeah, well, there's <laughs> random sites that would just pop up like that. Like, 
Have we talked about the anti-blogger blogger? Remember yeah, that? Oh, yeah, remember that? <laughs> or, oh, my gosh, was it Hipster Runoff? Oh, Hipster yes. Runoff was, that's, yeah, that's its own episode someday. <laughs> oh Maybe episode God. 10, uh, season 10. Have <laughs> me back for that one, because I actually <laughs> Anytime. saw him, <laughs> and he wasn't hip. Like, that was the interesting thing, mm. yeah. Like, members-only jacket, but, like, not ironic, I don't think. Got it. Gotcha. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> Uh, did you tell us your favorite yet? I don't know. Uh, my favorite is Amazon. Oh, <gasps> that's a good it. track. And like, I know it's like the song that we're like, she's like, you know, saying her name a lot. But I, I love that because that's kind of like, that's a like classic rap, <laughs> rapper move. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah what exactly. I mean? It's like, know my name. And like, so I just, I thought that was like really good. But it also had like a very soft tropical vibe. So it was like really forceful when she's like saying her name. But then like, got this like really nice you know, vibe to it that I was like, really into. Um, but I... Dash my curry any day, girl. Yeah, actually, <laughs> I was like, what the fuck does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> it's only in the Urban Dictionary, so it doesn't really... <laughs> but, um, the, uh, you know, I, what I remember just because, like, I was managing bands at that time um, and trying to get them assigned was that every label was like, after she came on the scene, yeah. that's all they wanted. An artist no like way. MIA. And it was just interesting. It was just like, like you couldn't just be like a band anymore. You had to be like something And you're extra. like, women of color have been <coughs> on the peripheral forever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, like yeah. they're around. So, like, I definitely noticed like a shift in like label the signing. Paradigm. And like, you know, a and like, yeah. you know, they want whatever is like the new hot thing and then it became you know it's like it's sort of like if you like thought about like fader fort and like the programming mm-hmm. at fader fort when like, it was actually downtown in the, the old fort yeah yeah mm-hmm. and and then how that has like changed it's always like whatever is like the hip thing like that's at fader fort you know that year oh my gosh so i remember when it was amy winehouse and the kills that was an amazing fader oh fort year and then there's another one where it was like a Lou Reed tribute, but he actually showed up. Oh, God. That's amazing. I, that yeah. one I remember. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> Their dog had to run to the airport or something. Ezra Furman was there. Yeah. Crazy. And Moby came Moby. on stage. Moby. Moby. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah. just like, why are you here? Yeah. <laughs> he wants now to he's be hiding cool. from the world after his stupid comments around the you book. You know, I never yeah. interviewed him because uh-huh. they'd always pitch him as an interview no matter what label he was on and they'd be like sure come to the radio studio and the answer would be like he prefers to do interviews in his home okay <laughs> ergo it didn't happen um, well yeah. may- maybe just let's be completely innocent about it. maybe it's because he didn't want to leave or something or get stared at but I just thought right. that was weird yeah yeah he's made it to ombre <laughs> <laughs> oh wait does Emma Emma says hombre doesn't she I think she says hombre she's hombre yeah, yeah. Um, it's like uh, when people say white <laughs> 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 to me when I hear that I think like Connecticut rich waspy yes. lady cool yes. middle aged <laughs> you know has a Mercedes maybe you know oh gosh I'm white <laughs> <laughs> pronounce that H you know what okay Full disclosure, I thought Georgia Smith, well, just because you know how it's, like, spelled with the J's, <laughs> was, like, Yoria or something. Oh, I've, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I've done that many a time, so, yeah. 
with the with the J and stuff. Who knows? Yeah. I think my nail artist was like, "Yeah, Georgia Smith," and I was like, "Do you mean Yoria?" And like, <laughs> <laughs> the entire salon just like fucked up. They're like, "No, Abby," because I'm the only American in there too, so they're just used to it at that point. Uh, <laughs> I love stuff like that though, like like, like the little like cultural missteps well, okay. in language. Yeah. So one thing I think as bloggers we all banded together was to make sure the world knew how to say chick chick chick. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, that's true. I mean, think how many posts. How many titles started with that? It's not exclamation point, exclamation point, exclamation point. (laughs) But then it was like so broad. Yeah. Yeah. And it became like anything three times. I think they tried to market it as anything three times, but that's not what it was. It was chick, chick, chick. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But yeah. Uh, Did we talk about like our skits? We did not. For me, it's it's also the interludes. I just mm. I, I I'm I'm just not down with that. I don't know. I, I'm with Matt. I think that's the one that I I was just like it's not grabbing me the way. But I feel bad like even saying it though because I respect the album yeah. and the artist. So take that how well, you want it. It's, just it's like only because you guys are like telling me to pick something. Yeah, yeah. Peer pressure. Yeah, and 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 honestly, I don't see it as like it's not like it's a terrible artistic choice. It's just like who's gonna listen to an interlude like over and over again? You know, skip. you yeah. know, it's not a song. I feel like sometimes like they're like, oh, I mean, it's a really cool beat, but we never did anything with it. Let's just throw it on there. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh my god. But maybe there's more thought to it. This stuff was like actually on that mixtape though. Um, Piracy funds terrorism. Mm-hmm. Like some of those skits. They're calling it skits. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, we're like actually on there because I was like looking back and I was like, that was actually like when I, you know, like that's probably what you were talking about, like the the mixtape, like maybe how you got into it. Yeah. And um, I loved kind of listening to those like mashups mm-hmm. because the mashup became like a super huge thing after that. Yeah. It's all about like oh, yeah, DJ mashup Top culture. Cat. Yeah, like as yeah. far as like posting MP3s for download, did he do one that was like around the world, Daft Punk, and then Justin Timberlake, what goes around? But that sounds correct. I don't know how you remember that. And that, it's that's amazing. so good. Yeah. It is like, it is so tight. And then there, people are always mashing love cats into things. Yeah. Yes. Oh, oh, Peter Bjorn and Jan. Um, <laughs> Which what, what the the one that everyone loves, the whistling one. Oh, young 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 folks. Young people. Oh my young god, children. young children. What is wrong with you? Young children. <laughs> young people. I think I like being called little people. <laughs> oh you mean oh, kids? Oh, I can't say that. <laughs> oh, I forgot to mention. I also love ten dollar on the album. Yes. Yeah. Same. Definitely. But I, I actually, I, I, when I hear that song, I'm just kind of like singing along, dancing along. But I don't know. I assume when she's saying for $10, I'll give you anything you want. It's not so much as she's being funny. It's that like, is that a reference to some sort of prostitution or something? I, I, I'm, like I'm be, very ignorant about this. to resort to. Yeah. I will take a look into I'm that. I'm going to have to dig a little deeper with that. You know, yeah. I would not mind. Like, oh, it's so hard for when you have to go back to an artist and say like, hey, so thanks for turning in the album. We've got the release date. Could you please do a track by track? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, blow by blow, you know, what you were thinking. But in this case, like, I would so love to hear her thoughts. Yeah. 
on or maybe song. like once we're done recording, I'm gonna pop onto Genius and see if they have something. Yeah, like the anecdote or something. Because cool. I feel like a lo- with a lot of these songs, there's a political messages that are buried within that maybe, for me anyway, I wouldn't pick up on right away. Right. You know, and I probably have forgotten over the last 15 years. You know. There was like one interview that I saw. I watched so many YouTube interviews of her. Um, where uh, she actually would tell a story mm-hmm. and then start singing the song, part of the song that related to that story. So Whoa. you really actually saw mm. that she was telling this story through her song. It wasn't just That's a lyrical, incredible. you know, melody or whatever. Yeah. And I thought that was actually, even though like it was like, it's like, you know, such an old video and the quality wasn't so great. I was like, wow, this is actually fascinating because it's like i don't know you can't and there was a message you know always it's like that nina simone quotation it's an artist's job to reflect the time Mm -hmm. Mm. i believe in so many words Mm -hmm. and i just i love it when there's some element of social justice involved but also like a banging beat and 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 like a hook Mm -hmm. and it sticks in your head and it it gets you thinking about the larger picture Mm mm-hmm yeah, that's kind of magic. Cause it really is, yeah. Know, without making it corny. Mm-hmm. That's hard. Yeah. You know? Well, on that note, sh- shall we uh, end the episode? Thank you so much, yes. Abby. Oh, gosh. oh my God. Yeah, it's thanks so good for to having see you me. And, and hear you and, and chat Always with you. Always a joy. This is my <laughs> first time back on the mics. For a very long time, so oh, you're natural. Well, I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like must not move head too much. <laughs> <laughs> you know more than me. Oh, oh my gosh! gosh. <laughs> <laughs> but you've got amazing hair that you switch back and forth, <laughs> so it's really for <laughs> emphasis, Jen. If you're lucky enough to be accepted with a follow, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you'll be able to see the hair. This is right. Exclusive club. <laughs> it is. All right. Well, thank you, Abby. Thank you. um, Thanks for tuning in. And I'll see you next time on Mixtape Memories. Bye. Bye. What would you do to achieve the American dream? The big house, the happy family, the money. 911, what's your emergency? Would you put in the hours? Would you take a big swing? What's the problem? What's the problem? Would you lie? Would you cheat? Would I shop? Would I shop? Would you kill? Yes. From Airship, the studio behind American Scandal, comes a new true crime history podcast. I'm Jeremy Schwartz, and I'll be taking you inside the minds of some of our most notorious felons and outlaws, exploring the dark side of the American dream. In my new show, American Criminal, you'll meet the picture-perfect brothers who killed their parents, the thief who stole babies, the crypto king who siphoned off billions and plenty more. From assassins and gangsters to killers and con artists, whatever the case, whoever the criminal, you don't know the full story until now. Don't miss the debut season of American Criminal, the Menendez Brothers, beginning February 29th. 
Listen wherever you get your podcasts. Or to get early ad-free access to the entire season first, plus hundreds of other ad-free history podcast episodes, subscribe at intohistory.com.